Yo, what's good, people? It's your boy, Persona. Gaming with Persona, one half of the What's Up PlayStation podcast crew. And welcome to episode 143 of What's Up PlayStation podcast, a podcast for the community, by the community. Big shout out to everybody here listening to us live. People that are going to listen to this later uh, on the upload. Uh, you know, shout out to the WUPS community, the WUPS Nation members, any newcomers here for the first time. Welcome. And we hope that, you know, at the end of the day, we can earn your like and subscribe. Listen, guys, 143 episode of what, uh, What's a PlayStation podcast, man. We got a lot to talk about today. A lot of things has happened in the world of gaming news, in the world of PlayStation that we're going to be diving into today, man. And uh, we got some impressions of a couple games as well, man. You know, we got, uh, you know, we got the foam stars, which I ain't going to lie. I'm going to give Barry his flowers when the time comes. Soon come time. Uh, you know, we're going to be talking about the adventures of die. Uh, you know, giving some impressions for that as well. And obviously our spotlights and the discussion much later in the show where we'll be talking about, uh, you know, Jim Ryan, that big Jim Ryan bombshell news drop. Whoa. You feel me? But before we get into anything, what's a PlayStation podcast is a two man team. You understand? It's not just me. You understand? It, it, it's two people here that runs the show, and, and and we do it every week, week in and week out. Ladies and gentlemen, you see him down there. You see him. You see him down there. You understand? The uh, the light skin assassin, Miss Mister Mister. Uh, uh, what's your what's your character name? Uh, your favorite character of Phone Stars? You muted. <laughs> it, it, it gonna be. Keep it. Up, keep it. Up. It's, gonna, it's gonna be who? <laughs> It's gonna be so yo. Sower? I like that dude. That dude wielding, bro. You know, my listen, man. So assassin in that phone stars. The king of cod, Mister Jerk Chicken himself, Wagwan. My bro, Barry in the building. Barry, what's good, brother? Man, what's say what's up to the people. I am. I am a jerk chicken connoisseur. You yes, can't pull sir. a fast one over me. Yes, I've sir. been eating jerk chicken all my life. I know. I know the ins and outs. You can't pull a fast one on me, okay? But nah, man, what is good, YouTube? What's up, PlayStation Nation? Welcome to another episode of What's Up, PlayStation Podcast. Episode 143 to be exact, man. And listen, this one is going to be one for the ages. This one is going to be an old school word that I haven't used in a long time. It's going to be a move. Because there's a lot of uh, great news. There's a lot of, uh, you know, um, very entertaining news. You know what I mean? To be to be to be spoken about here uh, with me and my bro persona, and I can't wait to get it to talk about some of these impressions as well, man. Um, you know, I uh, been been having a blast gaming, man. So we appreciate everyone coming through um, and sharing love uh, for what's the place of your podcast, supporting the podcast. If you don't mind, hit the like button, share the podcast out to get the PlayStation Nation in here, and we hope you enjoy the video or the stream. And all the new people, we hope you enjoy your stay here, man. As we get to our goal, hopefully we can get to that goal of 5K subscribers. You know what I mean? So if you guys don't mind, hit this, hit that sub button, hit the like button. And it definitely helps us out, man. But yeah, it's going to be a good one today, man. It's going to be a good one. Uh, the Optic Blast is going to be uh, <laughs> a blasting out here. And, and most importantly, okay, most importantly, guys, I want to let you guys know this. You don't have to pay twenty dollars to to chat. <laughs> oh you know what I mean? This, this, this stream might be sponsored by a lot of people too, man. We're gonna talk about it, but Whataburger, hit us up, let us know. 
Um, we are here, and I want to try your food. I want to try your food now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Persona, Yo. is that wrong? Is that wrong? I, I want to try the think, food. I don't think it's wrong to try Whataburger. I think Whataburger is a, is a Texas chain, you know? So... I wouldn't mind. Uh, I wouldn't mind checking out Waterburger one time. I never. I never had it. So, yeah, definitely. definitely. I never had Waterburger. Hit us it, up. It, it, it. Listen, if somebody can order that goddamn Waterburger in the one week, I need to try that for myself, respectfully. But <laughs> <laughs> let's get into it, though, man. We see the PlayStation Nation in here. We see the beautiful people in the chat. Yes, what is sir. good, guys, yes, man? Sir. What is up? Uh, yeah, man. So, you know, like I said, you know, big shout out to my bro, Bari, man. You already know, man. Uh, there's no place I'd rather be than on a Saturday morning here with my bro, Bari, on What's Up PlayStation Podcast, rocking out with the Vibes. Watts community. You Vibes. already know. You already know, man. Uh, listen, Bari, I think we got a special announcement that we gotta, we gotta announce to the, to the beautiful people in the chat and the beautiful yes, people sir. that might be listening to this later on. Um, yes, so me and Bari, you know, we've been... You know, we've seen our podcast grow, um, you know, when it comes to like our subscribers and like, our, you know, we have a lot of wonderful guests on here. And, you know, me and Bari, we two New Yorkers and, you know, we set certain goals for ourselves before we do certain things. And there's certain incremental goals and things like that, that we um, that we that we do and set for ourselves and for the podcast. And one of our goals and something that was highly requested by the community as well was Bari. Persona, when are you guys going to put the podcast on other platforms? You need to expand. You understand? I, I Sometimes I can't listen on YouTube. Sometimes I want to listen while I'm driving. Sometimes I want to listen, you know, and not have to have the phone or the computer on. And I can just listen to the podcast. When are you going to put the podcast on other platforms? Jay Bari, Persona. Ladies and gentlemen. We got y'all, right? This was a long time coming, and uh, you know we're finally able to have and happy to announce that we now have What's Up PlayStation podcast on multiple platforms. Now you're able to listen to What's Up PlayStation podcast on Apple Podcast, on Spotify, and on Google Play Store. It's a long time coming, Barry. How's it feel? Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, it's it's a, it's a great milestone for the podcast. Uh, you know, this is something new for us. You know, uh, putting it out there on other platforms. Um, you know, I think we're, we're we're catching up to the norm of other podcasts and stuff that also have that stuff on there. And yeah, this was a highly requested thing uh, that was promised uh, from even episode one hundred. So you know, what I mean, we finally did it, and we finally. Uh, you know, when we finally got to the time to do it, we was planning this out for, for a very, very long time. But we was like, you know what? Let's do it around the summer, September time. And mm -hmm. it's it's finally here for you guys to listen to. So yep. hopefully you guys enjoy it. Uh, you know what I mean? And hopefully, you know, it, 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 it can it can it can garner a new audience as well. You know what I mean? To come through in, a, in the YouTube and, and check us out or, you know, just check it out when, you know, whenever they miss it or whatnot. So, yep. So, uh, you know, like Barry said, you know, this has definitely been something that we've been wanting to do for a really long time. Um, but, you know, certain goals and things like that, because doing this stuff costs, it, it's not cheap, you know, like running a podcast, keeping it upgraded, upgrading the sound and the quality and getting all these different sites and programs and stuff like that to do this stuff is not cheap. Right. Um, 
So, you know, we definitely appreciate everybody that has rocked out with us for this long. And, you know, to see us expand to other platforms now, um, like Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Google Podcasts. Um, I do think that this is definitely something that um, will be a good a good next step in our podcasting journey and makes us that much more official. You know what I mean? Like now, Bar, you know, we, we've always been official, but now this just makes us that much more of an official, official podcast that you can now listen to whenever you want. And, you know, um, we can't wait to see the, the, the growth that comes from this. And, um, you know, so, yeah, you know, thank you guys for rocking out with us. Thank you guys for always supporting us. Thank you guys for believing in us. And thank you. You know, we, we really do appreciate the community that we've cultivated and built around uh, What's Up PlayStation podcast. So thank you guys so much. And we appreciate you. And I hope you guys enjoy being able to listen to the, to the podcast wherever you want. YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Google Play. Now you can listen to it wherever, whenever. Now, when it comes to the podcast, um, we started from we started from one thirty nine. So pretty much the start of September. So the podcast is going to start being uploaded to all these all these sites from September the start of September episode one thirty nine onwards. So you can go back and listen to one thirty nine, one forty, one forty one, one forty two, and then obviously this this show one forty three will be up as well. The uh, cadence for it from when we upload is definitely going to be, um, you know, once the podcast is over, um, maybe, you know, like a couple hours after or maybe by Sunday morning, Monday. the podcast will be on those platforms as well. And obviously, we'll share that stuff out on our on our social media uh, platforms as well. So hope you guys enjoy, you know, and, you know, thank you guys mm-hmm. like again for rocking out with us. You know, we appreciate you. Yeah, man. If you do listen to man, you know what I mean. Hit us with a nice little rating, nice little review. Yeah, yeah you know. What I, yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying. I, I agree. You know, rate the podcast. Let us know your thoughts. How you feeling? Be honest. Whatnot. Be honest. Be honest. No of lie. course. Of course. Be honest. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Be honest. Be honest. Right. Um. So yeah. Shout out to that. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you guys know how we do here, man. We I got we got to get into the rigmarole of how we do things with the games for the week. And Barry, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think this is gonna be pretty short because Push Square has not updated their games for the week uh, for this week. Right? It's still uh, the 18th to the 24th. But just a recap for those who might have forgotten. Uh, you know, Lies of P, uh, Ren the Last Child, Paper Man, The Adventures of the uh, Adventure Delivered. Hell Sweeper VR, uh, Bud Spencer and Terrence Hill Slaps and Beans 2, Cyber Citizen Shockman 2, A New Menace, Rainbow High, Runway Rush, and Suyan Saga. But what released this week is uh, Fate, Fate Samurai Remnant, which is one of the Fate Grand Order games, um, and Resident Evil 4 Separate Ways released this week as well, and The Adventures of Die. Um, the Adventures of Die, well, Infinity Stash, Dragon Quest, The Adventures of Die, which we'll be talking about later, um, later on in the show. So those are some of the game games that I know released this week on PlayStation. Um, so yeah, Push Square, what's going on? Got it, got it, got it. Well, really, PlayStation should be, you know, giving us a, a, a weekly list of games that released. Uh, but since they are not doing that, PlayStation, looking at you, um. You know, push square. We 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 lean on push square. Oh, uh, cocoon as well. Oh you know, yeah, the people that made like limbo and all mm-hmm. that stuff. They mm-hmm. they put out their game, mm-hmm. which I, I'm a cop that because I'm a fan of uh, mm-hmm. 
fan of those games. Yeah, and there was something else that released this week. I, I can't remember. Um, but yeah, anyway, those are the games that release, or somewhat the games that release for this week. Uh, you know, hopefully next week we can get back into the rigmarole of that stuff, the right? Cyber, the Cyberpunk DLC. Yes. Oh, yeah, Cyberpunk uh, Zeba DLC. Uh, was it Liberty yeah. City? Yeah, Liberty City. No, um, is it Liberty City? Uh, oh, Phantom City. Phantom City know. or something like that. But yeah, the new... And yo, a lot of people are singing the praises of Cyberpunk, man, saying like it's a totally different game from what we played way back yeah. when it first launched. So I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm intrigued a little bit. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm definitely a little bit intrigued to see Bro, I, I, what's going on I, I with bought that. it. I bought it. I okay. bought it and I bought the DLC, but I haven't downloaded it yet because the game itself is like 90-something gigs. But on top of the DLC, I'm pretty sure it's going to be more. So I was like... Man, if I download this, I know that I'm going to be doing like, you know, Infinity Strash content, Foam Stars content, mm -hmm. you know, you saving up all those clips. I'm like, I know Spider-Man is going to be a big game as well. So mm -hmm. I, I was like, you know what? I'll probably play this after Spider-Man or something like that or get around to it because yeah. I know I'm going to run out of space, man. So oh, yeah, for sure. Phantom Liberty. There you go. Thank Phantom you, RJC, man. Thank shout you. out to you guys in the chat, man. And shout out to Arcade as well. Yes, See sir. You. Yo, let's get into some of these memberships uh, real quick, man. Big shout-out to Ice Queen, 12 months as a member on the channel. Always appreciate you, Ice Queen. And then big shout-out to Cyber Dragon, 17 months as a member on the channel. My boy Cyber Dragon says, Morning, chat. Morning, mods. And the What's Up PlayStation podcast. Top off your breakfast with a tall glass of whoops. Hey, shout-out to Cyber, Dra Cyber Dragon, man. One of our, our longest uh, subscribe uh, supporters, man. Not just of this show. But of way, way back in like the 2014 days of our old uh, shows and whatnot. So big shout out to Cyber Dragon. And then shout out to No Cap Podcast, Gifting 5, Whoops Nation membership. We appreciate you always, uh, sick man. We appreciate you always, bro. And big shout out to the new members on the channel. I think it's too far off for me to catch it. So, uh, yeah, it's too far off. Yeah, shout, shout out to my bro, out to sick, sick man. Uh, always yeah. been good people. Yeah. Like I said, sick, always. he does the intro song uh, mm -hmm. for uh, What's the Place of the Podcast. And that link is always in the uh, description as far as, you know, Apple, you know, music and whatnot, if you yep. guys want to download that. Yep. And he does do, uh, he does do uh, like other music and, and other things as well. So definitely yep. go show support. My yep. music. 100%. And then a uh, big shout out to Pink Princess in the City. Hey. hey! Shout out to Pink Princess. Another fellow New York, you understand? Shout out to Pink Princess. She says, good morning, everyone. Wishing everyone well. Good morning to you as well, Pink Princess. Be safe. And we appreciate you being here. Rocking that with us. I see them cookies online too. Them, uh, them, them cookies yeah. look good. And then shout out to uh, No Cap Podcast again for the uh, five months as a member on the channel. He says, Jet Justice for the win. I mean, I, I still got to try some of the yo, other characters. He, he, yo, don't sleep. He good, bro. Mm -hmm. Yo, Jet Justice is a stat monster like if you if you just if you he's more of a support you can't be so aggressive with him to be honest with you. We're we going to get into it. Oh, oh, oh yeah yeah we go we go we go we trust me guys we're really we're excited to talk about phone stars i promise um we're gonna put a pin in that sick we definitely gonna get back to that uh, and then shout out to pink princess of the city again three months as a member on the channel celebrating her three-month anniversary of being one of the whoops nation members and listen guys if you want to you want to support the whoops boys as well and become a member the link is in the description you know so Ooh. go ahead and you know become a member on the channel you know this especially since we're going into giveaway month we got a Spider-Man challenge and everything that's going to be happening. Listen, guys, you, 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 you want to be a member. 
And then, uh, yeah, listen, and, and, if okay. you, you, you support Wassup Places, you get the Wassup Places, we give back. Trust me. We we, we ain't taking that in pocket in and buy merch. We, we ain't buying water burger. <laughs> yeah. But uh, back Pink me. Princess, she says, hey, it's my three-month anniversary. Congrats, Pink Princess. And always appreciate you rocking out with us. And then big shout-out to Spooky for the Super Chat. This is Jay Persona Chat. Uh, North Sick want that smoking foams. <laughs> hey, yo, look. Listen, Y'all ain't even seen the clips. Yo, what? Listen, don't say that until I ain't even post no clips up yet. Because I was playing to like 1230. Me and Bari and some of the other right. folks in the community playing to like 1230 at night last night. Trust me. Yeah, let me post yo, the listen. clips up. And then you can Listen, talk. we 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 gonna talk about the foam stars. Yes. But when that thing clicked with a character that you like, isn't it, it? It it became Call of Duty for me. Yes, sir. <laughs> yo, talk to, yo, talk to, bro. Talk to, especially yo. since you can like slide around real quick. Yo, listen. Yo, Trust so me, what? Is, is, uh, we gonna we gonna talk about? We gonna talk about it. it gonna talk about it. Yo, shout out to DC man. Fifteen months as a member on the channel. Uh, he says uh, the water burger has finally been apprehended. Uh oh. Uh oh, Uh-oh. man. Yo, Waterburger. Um, yo, DC yo. was cooking yesterday too, man. Yo, he was. I'm telling you, Soa. He was cooking with Soa, man. Yeah, Soa, that's, Soa. that's his girl, man. And then big shout out to uh, Viper Reaps Corner, man. Y'all give y'all loves in the chat to Viper Reaps Corner, man, because he does a lot of our. Uh, he does the timestamps and stuff like that on the podcast every week. For those who watch us on YouTube, you know he. You know, whenever you want to skip to certain sections and stuff like that, the reason I, why that's possible is because of Viper Reaps Corner. So give y'all yeah. give y'all love and appreciation to Viper Reaps in the chat. That's a good dude, man. And he's been rocking out with us for a very long time. So shout out to Viper for the super chat. He says, one time for the people. Keep that penny though. Hey. Mm. And then shout out to Alpha Wilds for the $10 super chat. It says, good job, fellas. Have a great show. Appreciate you, Alpha. And then shout out to Jay Bari. He's on the podcast. Uh, for 17 months as a member of Whoops Nation. He says, bless up. Don't lie or create fake realities in your head, y'all. Foam stars. Ooh. That means two Yo, things. Yo, so you, you, you telling me that uh, I support my own podcast? Whoa. Is, is, is that okay, Persona? I believe it is. I believe it is. Then big shout out to uh, Viper Reach, uh for this, uh, being a member. 17 months as a member on the channel, the Wups Nation. He says, my favorite thing on Saturday mornings. Whoops. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You already know. And a big shout out to JP Loco. Appreciate you for the super chat. It says, Lies of P consuming my time. Love the unique weapon system. Yeah, I heard a lot. Yo, I, I, I mean, a lot I of. I've seen some good stuff. Lies of P. I, I ain't even going. The Spidey sense is tingling with me that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's the just demo so much, was man. Good I, too, I got to complete some games, man, before I can get into a new one like that. Especially before Spider Man. The, the, the demo for Lies of P was really good as well. It's just. It's yeah. so much coming that was coming out around the time of Liza P. I'm just like, yo, I can't really, I can't swing that. But I've seen a lot of the community also pretty angry at the fact that, uh, you know, they they nerfed a lot of the bosses' health to make it easier for people, and they they're also not, made, not, they made, not angry. They also made it to where uh, weight you can carry more stuff. Like the weight, the weight capacity is is higher as well. So. I know a lot of people were pretty angry at that. Listen, that, that that's all. There's some people that might be pissed off, but the majority, mm-hmm. it's all BS, man. Yeah. They happy when they saw that news. Like, oh, I can beat the game now. That's <laughs> yeah, I, listen, I, I've been in this community way too long to know people's BS, man. You're not going. You're not going to fool me with that with them tweets. Yeah. Like, oh, they nerfed it. They nerfed. Yeah. Oh my god, they made the bus easier. Sit, <laughs> yo. Let me. Just... <laughs> yo, we going on other platforms now, bro. We got we got to be a little yeah. more, you know. We got to clean that up a little bit. <laughs> Lying to the people, man. Yo, thanks. Uh, and the big shout out to uh, uh, our bro, man, up 
Chuck Gaming, man. Make sure you guys check out yes, uh, uh, Plus on Block podcast every Sunday, 1130 a.m. Eastern time with my bro up Chuck Gaming and Dreology 619. If you're interested in fighting games and a fighting game centric podcast, you're not going to find these are two very knowledgeable brothers when it comes to yeah. fighting games. We're talking frames, frame data. You know, what's plus on block? What's negative on block? Mm-hmm. Plus on block podcast. Go support them, please. Those are some good brothers out there, man. Appreciate you, Chuck, for the super chat. He says, my brothers, good morning. God bless. Ready for Ready to enjoy the show. Yes, sir. Yeah, Chuck, man, appreciate it. That's, yeah, that's my bro right there, man. Chuck Chuck got the third best list on YouTube. Oh, me. man. Chuck got a list. <laughs> <laughs> and a big shout out to Blue Mustang, man. 17 months as a member of Whoops Nation. He says... Got my coffee playing EAFs of EAFC twenty four and listening to Whoops. Great way to start my Saturday. It don't, it don't get no better than that, Blue Mustang. That's a fact. Don't then, get you a Whataburger. Yes. <laughs> Big shout out to uh, Oolong Team Gaming for uh, twelve months as a member of the Whoops Nation. He says one year anniversary. Let me speak. Let me speak. Yes, sir. Oolong, good people, yeah, man. Appreciate you, Oolong, man. Good people. And shout out to Bird, man, in the building. 17 months <laughs> as a Chuck, member of the Whoops Nation. He says, finally having Whoops on Spotify will save me at work. You already know, Bird. Mm. We got you, bro, man. Shout out to Bird. Another good person, man. Yeah, shout out to good Bird. Peoples, yeah, yeah, man. Bird, he was cool rocking people. out with us last night, too, in the Foam Stars. With him and I don't uh, know, Bird. We, listen, man, we're going to do a background checking, but you good people. <laughs> <laughs> no, very good peoples, man. Very good peoples, yeah, very good man. People. And then shout out to Damien, man. 16 months as a member other whoops nation he put twenty dollars with the eyes uh-oh i think we all know what that means <laughs> and a big shout out to um ps rewind for the super chat it says thank y'all for the great content make my saturday mornings fun and shout out to everyone in the chat big shout out to you ps rewind we always appreciate you coming through Rocking out with us as well. Hey, yo, chill with the goddamn Super Chats, man. We trying to do a show, man. And a big shout out to Jeff B. Gaming. Appreciate you for the Super Chat. He says, good morning, Persona and Bari. Those in the community who crap on phone stars at the showcase should be ashamed of themselves. Listen, Mm -hmm. listen, guys, Mm -hmm. when we get to the phone star impressions, Bari going to get his flowers. I promise. He, he, he. I, I'm, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a major L here. I got y'all. Trust me. And a big big shout out to Carbon Sanity. Appreciate you for the super chat. They say 19 more days to get the 19 inches of venom. Pause. Hey, Whoa. Oh. He is correct though. We are 19 days. Or or Yo, 20, that, that was that yeah, was bars. Yeah, that was bars. But 19 days away from Venom. Spider Man Two. Very exciting. Yo, all I all I gotta say is that yo, people was bashing me in the chat when I said everybody was talking about Splatoon. This is Splatoon. I said, yo, it looks different. There's a lot of stuff that I'm seeing that it looks different than mm. Splatoon. There might be some similarities. You know, look, let's save it. I'm my bad for something. Yeah, we we excited. Um, but yo, listen, guys, now we are in the spotlight portion of the show. And if you're new here, the spotlight is where me and Barry will give you a game or games if we decide to break the rules that y'all should check out, right? It could be a brand new game, it could be an old game, it could be a game for your childhood. It could be a game that hasn't even released yet. The purpose of the spotlight is for us to spotlight games that we think you, the community, should check out. Bari, starting with you, brother. What is your spotlight game of the week? And are you going to break the rules? I'm definitely going to break the rules, Persona. I ain't even going to spotlight no games. I'm spotlighting fast food joints. 
Okay, <laughs> let me tell y'all something, man. You know what I mean? Y'all like Whataburger out there? Listen, go ahead and try some Five Guys. The fries is on point. The burger is nice and clean. You know what I mean? We <laughs> chill. Yeah, you a fool. Man. Uh, all right, man. So we're going to spotlight a few things out here, man. You know the vibes, how we get down. Like I said, it, 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 it's leading up to that point very, very soon. Now we're about to get some new streams, some new content. I'm very curious on what they're going to be doing with the game because they said that they're going to change and revert some things back when it comes to this game. And I've been waiting patiently for this game because of the due to the update of Rollback Netcode. And that's Grand Blue Fantasy uh, versus Ryzen. Yo, it's funny because yo, I haven't even been getting into fighting games so much uh, as of late because like how my internet can be. And it's just like, it sucks when you, you experience that type of lag and it's a sporadic all over the place. And I'm just like, this is not a good feeling, man. Let me just chill until this thing's updated. But I, I guarantee you <laughs> when that game come out, it will be updated because I am very, very excited for this game. I can't wait to, you know, continue to see what, like I said, what changes that they, they have done uh, for the game and just to see, you know, all the new people playing the game. Hopefully you guys like it as it leads up to Grand Blue Fantasy Relink as well. So that's another game. I keep saying I'm going to spotlight these things, man. Uh, very, 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 very fun game. yo. The fact that Cocoon also um, released this 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 uh, this week persona, I didn't I didn't buy Cocoon yet. But um, I know the developers and I like the games that the developers make. So, yeah, that's a spotlight. That's a game that I want to spotlight, man, because I do. Ha I did have a lot of, you know, fun times with the games like Inside, you know, Limbo. Like those games are really, really cool. The puzzles and all that stuff is really, really cool. cool. So I'm definitely going to be checking out that Cocoon game for sure um, to see the vibes uh, with that game. Obviously, like my man said, we got 19 more days until Spider-Man 2 comes out. Very, very excited for some Spider-Man 2. Can't wait. You know what I mean? We, we've been doing the whole waiting room uh, videos, uh, playing through Spider-Man 2018. Um, you know, this week, this weekend is going to be the last episode for 2018. And then, you know, going forward, we're going to do Miles Morales. And then, hey, we lead up to, uh, you know, the release of the game. So, yeah, I'm very, very excited for Spider-Man. I can't wait to see all the suits that they have in there because there's a few suits that I kind of want them to implement in there and they saying over 65 suits in this joint. So I'm pretty sure that they, they, they put some of that in there. So I, I I'm just excited, man, to explore New York city. Once again, swing on over. If I got to pick up a backpack, if I got to pick up a quarter, if I got to chase a pigeon, I'm doing all of that. Nicknack patty white, give a dog a bone because I can use my web swing suit. I can use my web wings. I can use everything in the world I could use, man. And I can switch over to Miles and Peter. It's going to be, it's going to be a great time, man, playing that game, man. So I can't wait. And last but not least for this year, very, very excited to play the Avatar, uh, the Pandora Frontier game, man. You know what I mean? Like the other day I was watching the trailer again. And it was like, all right, let me see, man. Let me see what's going on with this journey again. And yeah, yo, I, 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 the game looked good, man. It might be Far Cry. It might be Far Cry and Pandora. But hey, sometimes that can that can that can, that could be the formula to 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 dive into some of these stuff because you can put the same concept as Far Cry and then put it in a setting that you love and enjoy the game much much more. You get what I'm saying? Like so, very very excited for that game. Um, it is costly though. <laughs> oh shit, this is one of the most expensive games out there, especially if you want all the content uh, that is coming with it. But I'm just I'm just praying that it's good and I just want to see hopefully people can enjoy the game and you know myself can enjoy the game. So yeah. 
those are the spotlight games for the week, man. And uh, yeah, let us let, let us know what games you spotlighting. But Persona, yes, sir. Are you gonna break the rules? Absolutely. And I mean, I mean, I know you're a rule breaker. I know you're a rebel. Absolutely. I know you like to, you know, you know, you know, be the the odd man out. Absolutely. But I'm 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 I'm, I'm asking one more time, Persona. Yes, sir. Are you? Gonna break the rules. Absolutely, I'm gonna break the rules. Why wouldn't I break the rules? I am the I am the originator of the rule breaker. You understand? Uh yeah, that no, is for, true. And you know what you originated with, right? With uh Spider-Man. Nope. Well, you originated breaking the rules where you highlighted a, a switch game on the PlayStation. Oh box. yeah. The one, oh, that, that was like, yeah, what are you yo, doing? Yeah, I remember when I when I had fought like uh Pokemon, I remember. <laughs> Oh shit, I fucking spilled some shit. Anyway, we love games. Uh yeah, for me, yeah, my spotlight game, you know, I'm absolutely gonna break the rules, guys. And you know, my spotlight game for the week starting off is something that really surprised me. I just started playing it yesterday. So I'm still really, really early in the game. But Fate Samurai Fate Samurai Remnant. Um, you know, I, I, I love Saber as a character. Like, you know, I, I, I'm a big fan of like the Fate Grand Order, the Fate games and stuff like that. Um, I've been playing those, especially the Muso, the Muso style uh, Fate games. Uh, I've been playing them for a while. And so with this with this game, um, you know, Fate Samurai, I remember when they first showed it, I was like interested. But I, I kind of like, you know, there was so much other stuff coming out. But I was like, you know what? Let me grab this anyway, because I, I do want to play it. I do want to check it out. And it looked really good. I'm not gonna lie. From what I played so far, I played about maybe two hours of the game. I'm really digging the game. Two hours. Say, <laughs> yeah, two hours of the game, brother. Uh, yo, so Saber, she's she's a really dope character. The main character in the game, Mia, uh, I think it's Mio Mio Mata. I think it is. He's a pretty cool character as well. Um, and I'm loving the combat in the game. The combat is really fluid, really smooth. Um, it flows really nicely. The cutscenes are really cool. The story is pretty interesting so far as well with the setup. Of how they got, uh, you know, because uh, Saber is, uh, well, Mi- Miyamata, he is like a, a master, like this master of like this, this, and, and Saber's like his protector type of, type of thing. And they both fight together and they have to fight these other master protectors or whatever. It's really interesting. I'm still early. So I got to, I got to die more. Fate series, yeah. Yeah. So I, so I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of still really early, really early in the game. So, you know, it's going to, it's going it, to, you know, but from what I'm playing so far, I'm, I'm really digging it. I'm really, really liking it a lot, man. It's really, really cool. Um, the second game that I'm going to spotlight this week is, uh, Foam Stars. I know, I know guys, I know, kick my shins, go ahead. Foam Stars. Uh, I, I'm really surprised that at myself, man, like this game really has blown me away. We're going to talk about it in, in our, in our at- questions. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to, I'm going I'm, I'm to take an L I'm, I'm going to give Barrios flowers when we get to the impressions, but foam stars is a free beta going on, right? There's <laughs> a free beta going on right now, um, throughout the weekend. So you guys can all go and play the game and enjoy the game for yourselves as well. Um, it's a fun game. Some things they need to work out, which we'll talk about in the impressions, but foam star, I think is definitely a game that people should try and check out for sure. My next spotlight is going to be Assassin's Creed Mirage. You understand that comes out next week. Like a barry face, crazy. Uh, my boy Basim, you know, uh, Ubisoft going back to a return to form with AC one, AC two vibes with this game, which has me really excited. 
because I love me some early days of Assassin's Creed. AC1, AC2, AC Brotherhood. Oh, we talking the pinnacle, the tippy tippy top. So I'm very glad that they're going to a return to form with Assassin's Creed Mirage, a much more intimate, smaller setting and whatnot. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited to play Assassin's Creed Mirage, dive into that game, play that. Um, the next game for me is uh, uh, um, Star Ocean, first uh, second story R remake coming out in November. Really, really excited for this game. Can't wait to dive into this. You can actually play the demo right now as well. I'm loving this game. I love the direction they went in with the art style and the build of the world and the combat is still really good. So yes, uh, Star Ocean, definitely for sure. And then last but not least, ladies and gentlemen, you know I'm not ending no spotlight without spotlighting Spider-Man 2. Listen, we're almost there. We're close, guys. We're close. We're almost there to the, to the, to the not to the finish line, but we're, we're that much closer to being able to experience Spider-Man 2. Um, so you might want to mute your words, go on Twitter, mute all the words and stuff like that. I did put a tweet out about this as well. A ton of words that you can mute. And stay vigilant, man, because the spoilers is about to be running rampant when it comes stay to Spider-Man 2. So be careful, right? But Spider-Man 2, October 20th, 2023. Can't wait for this game. Going to dive, put so, much, put so much time into it. You feel me? And uh, yeah, those are my spotlights for this week. You know, but let us know in the chat, man. What are your spotlights for the week? Let us know in the comments. Let us know on the other platforms that are listening to this as well. Uh, later on, you know, what, 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 what's y'all spotlight games, you know? But okay. Let's start with, um, we're going to get into our impressions now. So there's two games that we want to give impressions for this week, guys. One of the first games is Infinity Strash, um, Dragon Quest, The Adventures of Die. Big shout out to Squeenix. Because they gifted, uh, they gave me and Bari uh, early copies to Infinity, uh, Infinity Strash, The Adventures of Die. So, you know, Square Enix, we appreciate you guys so much for rocking out with the Wups boys. You know, and, uh, you know, big shout out to Ibs as well, man. Ibs is a great dude out here, you know, shout out to Ibs. Um, so, yo, let's get into uh, Adventures of Die. So, for those who don't know what Adventures of Die is, Adventures of Die is uh, a hack and slash game that is based off both an anime and a manga. You can actually watch the anime now on Hulu, and it's got the entire series. Um, and it's about a, a boy named Dai, who, uh, you know, kind of like that usual anime story of like, you know, he it has this latent power, and he finds out that he is one of the Dragonites, which the Dragonites is a combination of Darklings, which are magic-based users, humans, and dragons. And they, they possess immense power and they have the ability to bring uh, order to the world, right? So that's what this anime, this that's what this game is based off the anime, anime, and it's really a one-to-one -one adaptation as well. And it's from episode one to episode 42, 43 within the anime. That's what this game is based off of. I think it stops like right after Baran. Um, but Bari, um, let's start with you, man. How are you feeling about the Adventures of Dai? Um, what's your likes? What's your dislikes, man? Let us know. Yeah, first and foremost, once again, just want to show our appreciation to Square Enix for, uh, you know, sponsoring uh, and, and you know, giving us, uh, you know, early access uh, codes for the game. You know what I mean? This is definitely a start of a, 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 a great relationship that we plan to share uh, with Square Enix um, when it comes to, you know, future games and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, I, I first and foremost, I love Adventures of Die. I like that. I like the anime. I really like the manga. Anime been out for a while, which got me to reading the manga. 
And then, you know, recently they, they upload like a lot of the, you know, um, dub, uh, for the, um, for the anime that got me to rewatch the anime like a couple of months ago or whatnot to just get ready again for this game. Very, very cool story. You know what I mean? Where, so pretty much there's this, there's this, this is enemy called, his name is Hadlor. He was like the Dart Lord and he got defeated by the hero, uh, Yvonne. And when he got defeated by Yvonne, all of the monsters that had control of like, you know, the dark aura and whatnot, they actually became who they, their true beings are. So it's, it's crazy with die because die was actually raised by, um, you know, his, 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 a monster pretty much, you know, it's pretty much, I forgot the name of the monsters in dragon quest is like, they, they like the mage, little pudgy mage, but his, his, his grandfather's name was like uh brass or whatnot. And, the story start off with there where dies raised by this monster, but the Dark Lord returns, and it's like a new Dark Lord, by the way, which High Lord is now working for as a Dark Army and whatnot. But, um, long story short, the game itself, story wise, follow pretty much everything that the anime or the manga follows. Um, so you're not going to get no real surprises. Well, I'm not getting no new surprises from what I played so far uh, with the game. So story wise, it's no issue. Um, gameplay wise, I do like it. I do like the gameplay. It, it's starting to click with me more, but there's definitely some flaws within the gameplay. And the biggest flaw for me in the gameplay is I, I feel like it's a little bit too simplistic. Um, where you know a lot of the face buttons is covered by skills. You know, what I mean, I wish it was kind of like, oh, let me press R one, and then you know the face buttons pop up, then I can do the skills because you can you can add more button prompts to like what triangle or what circle can do rather than this you know face button skills you know what I mean um but my biggest issue with the 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 combat is that the animations they lock you can't cancel out certain animations so if you go into this game mashing you're you're gonna get swamped uh you're gonna get slumped in this game uh because bosses in this game they are heavy heavily armored and they they are very aggressive in this game. Like this game is not like an easy game per se. You know what I mean? If you're just going in there mashing, you will die very, very, very quickly. You know what I mean? So, but the thing is why you die so quickly is because they lock you so much in these animations. So even when you get the just timing, right? Cause it's a simple combo is, is pressing, trying pressing square like two times, then delaying the third uh, prompt to press square. And that gives you like a just frame to do like a more powerful attack. But doing that, they, they kind of teach you that in the game, but doing that within the game, it, it locks you in that animation. And while you're doing that move, a heavy-hitting move, you're getting hit, and you see your, your, your health bar going down. Even when you do your special moves, enemies are still swinging and hitting through you. So it, it can get very, very annoying um, dealing with enemies like that because, like I said, the bosses, they do a lot of damage uh, to you. And they are heavily, heavily armored. And even when you do stun them, the stun is only like two, three seconds. You know what I mean? And they right back into, uh, you know, hitting you up. The way how they tell the story, too, is a big flaw as well. It, it reminds me of like a PS3, you know, fighting type game where they break everything up into chapters, which is not the issue. But everything is like on a map where there's certain like story chapters within it. So you say you're on chapter one, and it's like one, three you're not, you, you might not play, you, you're not doing anything at all, but sitting down watching a cutscene of the game. I feel like if they just had like a streamlined process of like the cutscenes into gameplay, it, it would have been received much better than how they're, they're doing it now. Uh, the gameplay is, is, is 
it has like Musho, you know, um, Dynasty Warriors type elements to it where you get prompted into like a playing field and you run around, you know, from one end to the other end, you know, me fighting a whole bunch of like Dragon Quest type monsters. Um, and it, 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 it could get repetitive with that, but it's, I don't, I don't think that's a big, big flaw with it. But I wish they would have added more into it because die die is a really strong character. Die is a supercharged pop is really strong. Ma'am, Hunkule, they're really really strong characters. But you want to see more of the characters of what they can do as far as their speed and all that stuff. But you can't really get that you know traversing within the worlds or whatnot. So I I have a I have an issue how they traverse the worlds, but I don't have an issue how it's set up. So if you really like Dragon Quest, if you really like Adventures of Die. You will like this game, but you still can recognize the flaws of it because you're playing as, you know, die. You're playing as the people that you're watching and you're reading and it's cool. But I just feel like they, they failed as far as what I played so far. They failed in the execution of making you feel as powerful due to all the things I mentioned prior with the animation locks and all that stuff. But there's a lot of gameplay there. You know, I mean, you have the temples of recollection where you can just go through, you know, uh, previous stuff that uh, or, or or like a, a maze or something like that. I uh, pretty much like if you play Godfall, you remember that Godfall, the temples or yeah, the, 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 the elevator the elevator that we was doing. That, yeah. Yeah. That's that's pretty much the temples there. So you, you, you defeat a floor or you defeat like a section of the floor and then they let you choose. All right. So what do you want to power up? Do you want to power up your defense? Do you want to power your magic? You know, what I mean, they give you certain doors to go through and that makes the game a little bit fun because that is like your level up um, RPG type of, uh, you know, area in the game, because from there you can level up your bond memories. You can level up your skills and stuff like that from that from the, the, the temple area. But I, I got to say, the game is not the game is not an easy game. You will learn that very, very quickly. I don't know if you got to Hunkle yet. Uh, bro, nah, I'm, I'm almost to chapter three. I learned that on Crocodile, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. Crocod- yo, listen, Crocodile, he would PC you up. And <laughs> you, you realize, like, yo, maybe I got to play these these other little sections over again so I can level up because, yo, this dude is piecing me up, man. But yeah. overall, I like it. But there's a lot of glaring issues and flaws with the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to give a score because I haven't completed the game yet, but I will say going into the game, be very wary. Would I suggest this game day one? Not in good faith. I can't suggest it, this, this, this game day one. That's due to a lot of the glaring issues where I know other people. If I'm having an issue with it, I know a lot of other people will have issues uh, with it as well. But like I said, if you like Dragon Quest, you like the other things, they even have metal slimes in the game. So there's times where you can see metal slimes and, uh, you know, you can level up much faster, mm. which I'm learning now. But, you know, I mean, it's a cool game. But it has a lot of issues, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I think a lot of our a lot of our thoughts are the same. You know, for me, I, it's really strange to see with Adventures of Die, especially with it trying to go for that Musou style ga- style of gameplay. Because. Um, Dragon Quest Heroes and DQ Heroes 2 exist where, you know, they did, I think they did a really good job uh, with how they approached the Musou style of gameplay, but also with the storytelling. With Avengers of Die, the storytelling seems very detached, Um, especially for someone like me. Like, I'm glad I watched the anime because how they tell the story in this game, there's still a lot of, like, important things or, like, those small little nuances of, like, why things are happening the way they're happening like this that they kind of skip over it's a very it's a very linear 
by the book. We're only going to give you the high points of the story within the game, yeah. you know, like, you know, it, it, and I didn't really, I don't really like that approach to this because if, especially if you're trying to get more people, especially more people in the West interested in adventures to die to probably, to probably do a second game or, or whatever the case may be. I don't think the way that they're doing the storytelling here is good enough to capture somebody who has not watched the anime or, or ha- does not have any type of um, knowledge of Avengers of Die or, or his team, right? Luckily, I do. So I kind of like I'm rolling with the punches. But even for me, it's a bit jarring to go through the story like this because it's very disconnected. It just doesn't flow because it's, it's not one continuous story. It's more so like sections. And then there's certain sections of the game where you choose like that mission, like it's a mission structure and you choose that mission. And all it is, is you, it's like a story. It's like a story cutscene, And I'm like, why does this need to be a mission on the map and not just something that flows within the story? And it's just continuous. So, you know, I, I don't really like the way they went with that. And even like with, within like the world, it seems very linear. Like it seems like half baked, like it's half Muso, half linear. And this is why I'm saying, like, you know, it's it's so crazy to see that it, they went with the design choice that they went with with the game when it comes to, like, it being somewhat of a Musou-style game. Because Dragon Quest Heroes 1 and 2 exist, which does that Musou semi-linear really well. So it's, And the combat is really good and stuff like that. So it's strange that, like, you know, to go from that to this with Dimensions of Die, it's just really strange to me. The combat, I agree with Bari too. I do think that the combat is fun, but it's 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 something that's going to take getting used to. You know, for me, it was pretty pretty jarring at first because you know, I'm somebody where like if I'm doing like if with within combat, I like to clip moves or you know hit and kind of dodge. In this game, you have to commit to the move before you can move. If that you know that <laughs> play on words there, um, you can't really like you know slash dash slash. Or in the middle of a slash, oh, he's about to hit, let me dash. You can't do that. And, you know, you really got to, timing is really important in this game when it comes to, like, parry and dodge windows. You really need to pay attention to to the larger enemies and how they attack because you're going to get hurt in this game. Like, if you're not paying attention to that and you kind of just try to ignore that stuff and and just keep hitting because you're going to get knocked back a lot. You don't want that. So you got to really, really pay attention to that stuff. The other thing I don't like is like you can't lock on to like smaller enemies and that wouldn't be that much of a bad thing if the camera rotation was better when it the the camera was better at following you when you're attacking an, an enemy. So if you're attacking an enemy that's to like the left of the screen, your camera would still be looking to the right because the camera's not following how you're fighting to kind of reposition itself. You have to manually do that, which becomes pretty it becomes pretty jarring. You know, at times, because it's like, you know, if you're fighting a number of enemies and dies all the way over here and then the camera's kind of over here, you got to you forget to reposition it. It's just it's a it's a bit annoying at times. Um, But, yo, and and, and when you when your teammates die, uh, because I don't don't think the AI is that smart when you because the teammates, they don't use any of like the, you know, the plants to, you know, recover health. So if they die, that's pretty much it for that for that, that that stage that you're going through. You know what I mean? It's 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 very it's very rough, and there's like boxes that you destroy, and you know there might be like a gem, uh, is a green gem to give you health. It only gives you health for that one character, so you got to remember to switch over to that character and then try to pick up the health there because it doesn't transfer to everyone. There's a lot of cool stuff that they do in the game mm-hmm. where they 
and I like I like I like Dragon Ball Kakarot to doing the same thing where there's certain moments and the bonding stuff that it you know the bonding um, yeah, memories the, that yeah, they have there the manga they stuff. show they they show pieces of the manga yeah, you know what I mean yeah. so I was like yeah that's really dope man because I, I I can recognize this piece you know what I mean I was like oh yeah yeah this I remember this right here and they show it from the manga I like that aspect you know what I mean giving us some you know fan service or nostalgia mm-hmm. uh, from that but yeah combat wise it, it, it it's good but it's rough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you want to go out and have fun with these characters, but you you can't you, you can't you got to play very very meticulous. You got to play very That's calm because if you if you press us special or if you press square three times, you're locked in that animation and they are they are whipping you. They are washing you up. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean with these bosses. Yeah, it is not a it is not an easy game. Yeah, I'm, like I said, you know, I'm still early in the game as well. Um. The Temple of Recollection. I tried that last uh, last night as well. I thought it was pretty cool, um, pretty straightforward, you know, because that's where you're gonna get a lot of your levels, some of the other bond memories and stuff like that. So you could add. And and the thing about the bond memories is the bond memories have stats attached to them that you can also level up. So yeah, and that's where you would that's get a lot of that stuff up. in in yeah. the Temple of Recollection. So you know, the Temple of Re- Recollection is really important when it comes to that. And it's pretty cool. It's like it's like a you know a survival type of you know wave based thing and it's kind of like um you know like a like hades or something like that where you choose a door and you get like a power up and you keep going and going and going and you level up as you go and whatnot so i think that approach is pretty cool with that um but i just think like you know some of the other more important pieces of the game when it comes to story and combat fall a bit short for me personally but yeah yeah like it's, it's it's a cool game just to get to play uh the manga or the anime but yeah, there's definitely some issues I feel like they can fix. Just gameplay design, mm. gameplay decisions, design uh, flaws. Mm. I feel like they can, they they should address it. Yes. One one thing is like switching, you know, your, to your to your partners. You press the down button and you switch to the next person. But let's say you want to go back to die, you got to press it two times. You know what I mean? Rather, mm. I feel like you should use the up button and the down button mm, to switch yeah, your teammate, yeah. and mm-hmm. then have a, a face button for like your herbs or whatnot but yeah i agree uh but yeah so those are our impressions of uh adventures of die obviously we'll put more time into it and put our thoughts out later on in our respective channels as yeah, well definitely definitely gonna have a review yeah. up on the channel for sure yeah you know what i mean um but you know again thank you to square enix uh for giving us uh you know me and bart both a copy of uh adventures of die man we really appreciate y'all and mm-hmm. you know we look to you know working with you guys more out to square enix uh bari yeah. Staying in the realm of Square Enix, let's get into our Foam Stars impressions because, man, oh, man, is this game magic. Now, before you go, Bari, ladies and gentlemen, I have to apologize. Bari, I'm giving you your flowers. I was wrong. I was wrong about Foam Stars. I was wrong about me this game not being something that i could see myself playing i was wrong about being critical back when they were showing this game at the playstation showcase i was wrong i was wrong and bari was right and i'm gonna have to give bari his flowers bari was right it's a fun game and so yeah i'm bari i'm giving you flowers man you were right start us off man man. stars Listen, bro. It's all good, man. Of course. I knew 
I knew from all the times Foam Stars was being shown, I knew you was going to play it because I know the type of multiplayer games that you play, these type of designs you're with, the character, you know, class designs or whatnot. And it, like for me, the gameplay that I'm seeing, I know a lot of people like to compare it to Splatoon and all that. But when you get into the nitty gritty of the game, and if you did play Splatoon, it it is it, it really is not Splatoon. You know what I mean? <laughs> Splatoon is more like a weapon based type thing. This one is more like character class based. You know what I mean? Where each character does different um, abilities, and they 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 work the stage or whatever you want to call it, the map differently. Not every and not every character is that run and gun aggressive type character. There's characters that you do support, you know what I mean? That they, they benefit from doing support or you know, call outs or whatnot. And yeah, like seeing the gameplay and seeing how the foam can get built up and all that stuff, it is very, very cool, man. Not saying that there isn't similarities to something like Splatoon, um, which is a very, very successful franchise. And I and I and I don't understand like how you know, people can get upset by others, you know, putting certain implementations or even copying what another popular franchise has done. That's what ga- gaming, that's what gaming, a lot of people in gaming does. Nobody has done it uh, since Splatoon came out, but finally you have something like Foam Stars that, you know, they added their own implementation to it and they, they really set themselves they apart, in my opinion. The characters are really, really cool. I like it a lot. It's a very, very fun game. That's the flow. That's that's getting into the game from the music and everything. You know the the training. You know once again we's in here. Oh, press the right stick to 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 move your camera or press left to. You know what I mean? But they made it fun and engaging with the music and the dude talking and the work. I was like, okay, I, I'm sick and tired of these tutorials. But you made this one. You made this one fun. You know what I mean? And then. You know, once you get into the nitty gritty and you learn your characters and you see the map that's going on. Uh, the game, the game started to click and became more fun. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand how we can go into, you know, gaming and like, is that not what we want to strive for is to have fun in these games? You know what I mean? Like we play video games to have fun. And when people are having fun, they want to deny it. You know what I mean? Just yeah, because yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever story that you want to tell yourself or whatnot, it, it, it's, just, it's just weird to me. Like mm-hmm. foam stars, I enjoyed my time with it. We played about a good, what, three, four hours of Yo, the game. It time uh, flew. It flew, man, and it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, we took some L's. We we got a lot of great wins. The the, the modes that they have is super fun, fun. because mm-hmm. it's not it's not even similar to Splatoon. Like Splatoon main mode is like how much paint you can fill up on the on the map. That determines your win. Where Foam Stars, they had like this the main mode that we played, they have like a team deathmatch type of um you know uh like survival type joint because mm-hmm. oh, when last you man, when last you, man standing type of mode yeah like last man standing like when you when you when you you know exhaust enough lives of the enemies well you're gonna call them lives of the of the enemy uh team they they pick like a, a star player that the enemy team has to protect you know what I mean and I was like that that caused like some really really good like uh, engagement uh, within the game because I'm like there's times where we had a we had one match where it went to like uh, overtime and everybody was like protecting their 
their their star player and it was t- yo it, it, this match was probably about good 20 15 20 minutes bro that's how long it was it was going yeah, yeah. it was going super super long because nobody wanted to, to give up on protecting their uh their, their star player so one person was in the back we was in the back we was like nah we got to move up we got to do that i guess they got tired of the map when you go into the overtime it has like this Fortnite kind of thing where the the it's a cloud that closes in and I guess if you're not into that cloud, like you're you're you're, you're foaming up or you're taking damage, it, it it was really really fun, man. And there's this other mode where it, it, it it's way more team based, where you have two players going at each other. I forgot what it's. I thought it's like it's like bath bath survival mode or something. I forgot the name of it. But you have two players. Uh you know it's a two v two at the bottom of the stage going at each other and the other two um members is more like support going around the top of the 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 map you know showing support to the to your to your team where if you know if the enemy is if your teammate is covered with foam you got like your little blaster to, to spray the foam the foam off them or you can use your foam uh blaster to cover the enemy with foam and it just it just created this like cool engagements that's going on uh, uh with it we definitely played the other mode more but you know, I mean, we're definitely going to look back into the other mode as well and play. You know, mm-hmm. uh, as we get more time with it. But yeah. I like the characters. I like the vibe of the game. You know, I like how each character is not the same. Everybody feels very, very different. You know what I mean? Like I was saying, everybody yesterday, like if they was to charge forty dollars, the max I would pay for this game. If they was to charge like forty, I'll be completely fine with that. Um, you know, paying forty dollars for this game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's no like single player content or nothing like that with it. It's just straight up multiplayer. It looked like they're gonna add more characters with it. I think Square Enix have like a, a super super hit on their hands, and they have to be smart with how they progress with this game. Like, I think you brought up a great idea, our persona, where crossovers can be implemented in this game. Cloud Strife, uh, 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 Sora, Tifa, Arif. Tifa, yeah, Eric, like, Cloud, Sora. You, you can cross over those things with this, with this mm-hmm. game and it brings more engagement, more people says, oh, let me check this out because I guarantee you if you check the game out, you most likely would be like, okay, yeah, I think this game, you know, it has its place. It's pretty good. I've seen it's, a whole bunch of people saying that they don't like it or whatnot. That's always going to happen, but majority of the people that I've, I've seen playing, I, I, they look like they're having a good time playing the game, man. That's that's what that's what matters, man. It's definitely, Hopefully... Go ahead. Like, like, hopefully it does last long. Hopefully it does stay because I know when it comes to games as a service, live service, you know, people have that, that, that disdain towards them. But yo, honestly and truly, yo, I had a fun time playing the game, mixing up with some of the characters. You know I mean? Just to try to see which one I'm like more my play style towards the end of, you know, our play session. I was leaning towards Soa because she's more of my aggressive. I can get up on enemies type play style. You know what I mean? Because I was playing with Jet Justice. I was playing with Tonic as well. I think Tonic is really, really good. She can be aggressive, but she's not as aggressive as, like, uh, as Soa. You know what I mean? But uh, when I was playing Tonic, I was playing her more like a support defensive type character because she could put up like this foam turret and it's a spray to keep enemies like, nah, don't come here. Because if you come here, you're going to get foamed up with this torrent. And then she got like a grenade thing that blows up and whatnot. But her burst, you can foam up enemies mad quick. So there's times where I'm I'm one-on-one, two-on-two with people, or two-on-one with people, and I just foam them up mad quick, you know what I mean? Because her burst is good. But Soa, she just can do it all. I, I really, really like and enjoy Soa a lot uh, from playing the game, man. But I do think majority of the people that play this game, you will have a, a really, really fun time playing. 
playing it, you know, probably get a nice party or whoever. But yeah, it's it's just a fun game, man. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, man. Yeah, it's, well, it's, 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 it's a it's a no like real talk, it's a really great game. It's definitely a game that like surprised me. You know, like as soon as you get into it, like even like if you hover over the game in the in the PlayStation menu, it's got this dope persona style music. It's just like really good vibe mm -hmm. music. When you're doing the tutorial, the music is good. The presentation of the game is really beautiful. This game is very colorful, bright, beautiful. The characters look great, right? And like the characters are dancing. It's like a very, it's got a very stylistic, vibe. good yeah. vibe. And it's a very lively game. So I do think that this game has a lot of potential. One of my favorite characters, uh, when I first seen the game, I saw like the characters that they showed. I was leaning towards Melty as fir at first, which and Melty, she's still a great character and one that I love. Uh, and I and I was playing with quite a bit. She's the launcher style character, so she shoots like these ice cream grenade launcher, uh, ice cream rockets at you, right? And her super is really good as well because it's like this big, big kamehameha foam thing. So it's really, it's really, it's really cool. So you know, I thought she was really good, but then I got the penguin. Penguin is straight up Call of Duty, and I love it. She got the bombs. She has this uh, this little she got uh, assault foam. rifle, right? Yes, yeah, assault rifle, something like that. She's got like this bear that she throws, this foam bear that she throws out that spits out more foam. It's crazy. No, no, I'm thinking of no, no, I'm thinking of uh, Melty. No, um, Penguin. She, she has like penguin. she has like this uh, barrage. Uh, fire, foam fire that she does as well with one of her specials that shoots and it attracts, attracts an enemy that's close to it. Her super, I think she has one of the best supers in the game, especially if they're bunched up because this is big penguin ball that she summons, kicks it down, and then it, it, it makes this big explosion, huge explosion. And so I think she has one of the best supers in the game, especially if they if they bunched up because it's going it's gonna to hurt. And they hit if they get hit while the thing is rolling, it's going to take damage to they're going to take damage as well. So Penguin, I'm loving a lot. Like, she's definitely looking like she's going to be my main in the full release. Now, this game, you know, with games like this, man, especially since we've been seeing a lot of, like, games as a service, live service games, like, die so quickly, you know, because of the lack of support or whatever case may be, I really think Foam, Stores ha Foam Stars has a chance to really have some good staying power, but there's some things that Square Enix needs to fix here. They and, and they have yeah. to lobbies listen square enix please gotta i know i know you're listening you gotta fix the lobbies and obviously it's a beta so this you know this is feedback that they can take back for the full release but the lobby system in in, in this game like i can't find barry on my friends list and to invite like we had to have somebody else in the in the room in order for us to me and barry to play together i don't know yeah, why it's weird um, and, and, and it then, would lock up time and then Whenever you bring somebody new into your lobby, it reloads the lobby and puts everybody in the same place and you can't move for a minute. I don't like that. Like that's that you know it needs to be yeah. seamless, that needs to be cleaned up. Um whenever you're searching for a match, everybody has to like everybody has to click yes. I don't like that either because if we're all in a lobby together and it's my lobby, I should have say so where we're going to go. I choose the match and we just go, right? I don't like that it disbands the lobbies as well. Like I, I wish, I wish online games would stop doing that, right? Like at least give people the option to play together again or something like that. Yeah, um, but then rematch. when, you, but yeah, rematch. But then when you come back to the lobby, 
you have to then search for another match again. Like you, it does. It's not automatic where like you'll it'll bring you back to the lobby and just keep searching, keep searching. You actually have to go back to the helicopter where you go to find matches, and you have to choose the match again. And then everybody has to click yes. Again. It's just a very tedious process that they need to fix. Listen, a game like this needs a private lobbies. It needs no, private lobby. It has to have private lobbies. You cannot have a game like this and not have some type of private lobby system where you can have like those parts. Because this is this this game is it is a really fun stream game. This has the potential to be a really fun stream or party night game night game with friends and stuff like that. This has that potential. Please, you got to put private lobbies in the game. You have to. You have to. You have to. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's it's very it's imperative. It's imperative. It's imperative. Yeah. Private it, lobby. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna give it more legs. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The fact that I maybe I don't want to play this casual or rank match. I just want to play with my friends and get a lobby in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's gonna prolong the game as well. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with you 100, percent man. Because it was definitely frustrating just trying to get everybody together in the lobby. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Sometimes you're trying out a character and, and somebody's writing up a match and you, you might press no by accident because you're doing stuff with, it, with your controller. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, stuff like that, they can streamline and make it better. Mm-hmm. But the overall package that he have here, the baseline, mm-hmm. I think they have they have a special game here, man. Yeah. It, it, it is fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I agree. And, and I, 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 I don't understand the hate. You know what I mean? E- even if it is similar to Splatoon, which I don't think it is, to be honest with you, it just works differently. I don't see the issue with somebody having their own type of game like that due to a popular game. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, another thing with the lobby system, um, why, you know, we, you have to give me the ability to invite friends through the PlayStation as well. Oh, yeah, clean, yeah, yeah. Clean that up. Clean that up, Square. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Let's PlayStation 5 we talk about. Clean that up. No. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. Like, when you get into a game... Yo, no issues. The game it's is not laggy or nothing. Yeah, the bro, I'm I'm surprised that all this foam can get all over the place and there's no performance issues. No nothing. Lag, nothing. It get hectic because there's times where you there's times where uh you will not know what's going on in the game and it's still just like performing right. That's one thing I I can say that it should improve as well. It's like okay, so any your your your, your allies, your teammates, they can get foamed up and they turn into like this ball. Right. Mm-hmm. There's like a prompt that pops up it's like help. But sometimes there's so much chaos and foam going around. You can't like, oh, is is this my teammate right here? Because the, the ball looks like any other foam. Yeah, you know what I mean? Work, so yeah. I feel like they could. It should be like highlighted. Clean, it should be like a highlight. They can clean up that transparency a little bit. Because there's yeah. times it's like, yeah, I'm behind you. I'm like, oh, I didn't even see you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just, yeah, just yeah. using my skateboard or, or my, 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 my surfboard board, yeah. <laughs> just cause. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm circling around the area. I'm like, oh, then I hit you. You know what I mean? But they can highlight that much, much better, in my opinion. And uh, certain characters, this is this is not a bad thing, but certain characters' chemistry together, oh man, they can get foam all over the goddamn place. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yo, they can get foam quickly on there, man. So, but overall, somebody's asking about the game spawn camp issues. Yeah, I can see the spawn camp issues in the game. Um, you know what I mean? Where you people can get steamrolled. But yeah. that's one thing I do feel like they should add as well. The ability to switch characters in match. Like, let's say you pick Melty, but Melty's not doing you way how somebody, you know, these teammates is working. You want to switch over like, ah, let me get a little more aggressive. Let me pick so I also feel, I like, feel like they should. They I also feel like too. they should also have like different spawn sites. 
it shouldn't just be one side and the other side. They should definitely have like different spawn areas yeah. where you could spawn in the game, especially on the bigger map that we was on. You could definitely. The, the uh, thing is, the bigger map is no issue. Is that is that Russian roulette map? map. Yeah, it's, a, it's a smaller because map. Because yeah. it's just one area where you spawn in, you got to go through that one little yeah. tunnel. And yeah. if they yeah. if they on you, I think that's more so a map design issue rather than a spawn issue, though, because there's not really a whole lot of yeah. places that you could spawn on that map. So you kind of got to be a lot more strategic. But if you can steamroll, it's going to be really tough regardless to just to get out of that, you know, like period. But I think so the, the other bigger, map, the bigger, I didn't, I didn't the feel map, that issue. With yeah, the I didn't map have that, that issue with the bigger map yeah. because that map was so much bigger. Um, but that smaller map is definitely a much more intimate experience where you, you're definitely going to be running to all. It's high action. high high. It's going to be a high action uh, map right there. But for overall, guys, check out Foam Stars. It's really a great game. I you know I can't wait to see uh, you know what Square Enix does with this game. Really and truly, the gameplay formula is there. This gameplay loop, this is it. This is a good gameplay loop. I was not bored. I was fun. It was fun, especially playing with friends. Uh, the game they've got this gameplay loop, and they got the formula with this. Yeah, you know, you, gotta, you, you know, gotta, you got you, you, you gotta, you gotta stick the landing. You gotta stick the landing, though. So it's it's a lot of it's a lot of things you gotta fix, and you gotta stick that landing, and you gotta keep the characters balanced because some characters. You know, Barista Door, it, 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 it's tough. It's tough, he OP, man. He OP. Go ahead, bro. But yeah, like, um, you know what game is fun? When, even when when, when we was having, like, uh, the lobby issues and trying to get people in, it, the gameplay is so good that we wanted to play the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We, issues that got to be highlighted and spoken about so they can clear it up. But normally with a game that's not fun, and they have that issue right there. You packing that you pack thing up? Like, yo, Barry, you know how I am. If a yeah, exactly. game not working, I'm like, all right, I'm done. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. But this, we were closing the game, restarting our playstations, constantly trying to play together yep. because the game yep. is that much fun. To me, the gameplay loop is on point. And you guys know what I talk about all the time when it comes to these game, these games as a service games. To get that engagement or to keep people coming back, got to have a fun gameplay loop. It's got to be fun. This this is a very fun gameplay loop, man. It's very very fun. I love it. I love it. So yeah, those like are impressions of yeah. uh, Adventures of Die and uh, and uh, Foam Stars. I'll be stream I'll be streaming Foam Stars later on tonight and over the uh, and Sunday as well. Um, you know, playing with a bunch of people. So you know, hopefully you come through. But yo, let's get some of these super chats real quick. Yo, uh, Chico, man, appreciate you for the super chat. And then he super chatted again, and he said, "For what? For Whataburger? <laughs> Appreciate you. Shout out to Webhead, man. Appreciate you for the super chat. It says, "This week I beat Final Fantasy VII, and that thing is fire. Game still holds up super well today for a '97 game. By the way, Sephiroth is not the real villain; it's Hojo." And then shout out to uh, yeah. go ahead. I mean, yeah, Hojo definitely set up a lot of things. Uh, you know, Hojo oh, created a Sephiroth. That's mm -hmm. the, that's his daddy. That's his poppy. Yes, sir. That's his pappy. And then, uh, but yeah. And then shout out to uh, cheat code again for the super chat. Says, how true are the hoodie sizes in the merch store? They're true to size. They're pretty. They're pretty. They're pretty accurate when it comes to the size. Cheat code. Uh, and then shout out to Pink Princess in the city. Appreciate you for the super chat. She says, "I'm very excited for Assassin's Creed Mirage 2. Yo, it's a, it's gonna be a great game. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Next week gonna be dope. And shout out to JP Loco. Appreciate you for the super chat. It says, separate ways DLC and Liza P are my spotlights. Oh, that's good picks. Good picks. And a shout out to Andy. Appreciate you for the super chat. He says, breaking news. Finally stopped raining where I'm at. 
Everyone have a good weekend, Wups Nation. Congrats on the podcast additions. Well deserved. Appreciate you, Andy, man. Shout out to Andy, man. Good dude out here. And shout out to Unicron, man. Appreciate you for the super chat. Or as Barry would say, Unicron. Appreciate you for the super chat. He says, Barry and Persona, I noticed you're still both you're both still dodging me. Come catch these Street Fighter Six hands. Oh wait, Barry's internet is weak. Persona don't want my smoke. <laughs> I haven't played Street Fighter in a minute. I've been playing a lot of other games, so. But uh, you know, we could probably. Yeah, really sure. That's, that's hit me up, man. Yeah. And then uh, shout out to Julian, man. Appreciate you uh for the super chat, Julian. He says, "Good morning, brethren. My bad. I'm a little short on my super chats today. Internet scammer ran my pockets. Ran ran my spending account dry. Oh man. <laughs> oh man." And then yo, big shout out to Cyber Dragon for the big boy super chat. He says, uh, looking at the origins of your Odyssey, you might see a rogue waving a black flag seeking liberation from Valhalla, which is a mirage, the revelation of the brotherhood who wanted freedom cry for unity in the syndicate. Yo, that's bars, man. Those are all the Assassin's Creed names, by the way. That's fire. Right. That's fire. Cyber will be on it, bro. Poetic. <laughs> and then big shout out to DC, man. Appreciate you for the super chat. He says, official Wups meet and greet will be hosted by Whataburger. <laughs> big facts. Big Yo, facts. facts. We, we, we're working on it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are. <laughs> yes, sir. We are, man. All right, guys. So, you know, we are finally, I think it's time to, uh, you know, get into the news for the week. That wasn't the news, guys. That was just, the, that was the intros of the show. <laughs> Uh, but yo, let's get into the news, guys. And we, it, it's gonna be, it, it, you know, it's gonna be, it's a, a little bit of news, but you know, it's not gonna be uh, too, too crazy, right? Uh, but yo, let's start with uh, Bari. The PS Plus October games got announced. You feel me? And so the PS Plus games for October is going to be Callisto Protocol, Farming Simulator 22, and Weird West. How you feeling about this month or, or next month, October? Uh oh. I see that face. Uh oh. Yo, PlayStation, let me talk to you, man. Uh oh, pull up a chair. You was on to something when it came to uh, Callisto Protocol. I get it, you know, Halloween vibe, scary game. Farming Simulator? Oh, man. You ain't trying Farming to, Simulator? You trying to grow them crops? Hey, <laughs> yo, man. You can't be raising the price of PlayStation Plus and then be offering this right here. I don't know. I heard I heard things about Weird West, but really and truly, I only heard like from two people. You know what I mean? Nobody really played the game, so I don't know. Callisto Protocol, I enjoy. I got the platinum to that game. You know what I mean? I platinum the game. I think it was a it's a it's a pretty cool game. You know what I mean? It definitely had its issues here and there. Uh with a combat. But overall, I, I like the direction. I like the pacing of the game. It was fun, in my opinion. But you can't be you can't be raising these prices than offering farming simulator. You know what I mean? I, I'm sorry. All respect to the simulator simulation games out there, but it, now that we paying twenty, thirty five, forty dollars more, no, no, <laughs> I'm giving this joint a D. Minus, oh man, not not because of Callisto Protocol, but the two other games, Farming Simulator and Weird West. I, I, this, this, this is this is not good, man. Going into October, Spider Man month, you, 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 you need to come on home with the with the catalog games because this are initial, 
PlayStation Plus Essential games? No, 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 no. It's not it. Yeah. And I'm usually positive. But now that you up that price, no, 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 it's not it. D minus. Yeah, I, I I hate to I hate to I hate to agree with you, man. I think you know, and I Callisto Protocol I thought was a great game. You know, I, I thought it was a cool, not great. Let me say it was it was a cool game. It was a cool game, um, for what it was trying to do. I had my gripes with it uh, when it came to like some of the combat options and and some of the more quality quality of life things. But I believe they fixed a lot of that stuff through updates and patches, especially with like how slow it was to like heal yourself. I think they sped that up and made that much faster. Um, and cleaned up how, you know, some of the parrying, because there were certain issues with parrying, certain attacks and whatnot in the game. Um, I think, you know, they they fixed a lot of that stuff as well. So I think, you know, with Callisto Protocol, I think it's it's, it's a cool experience. Definitely should, ch- you, you definitely should check it out. Um, but, yeah, like Farming Simulator, I'm good. Like, all that, all that simulator stuff, I'm good on that stuff. Like, I'm not really super big into into games like that no, uh, per se and then uh weird west um i don't really know what this is per se but i'm i'm, I'm good you know i think the highlight of this month is definitely callisto protocol but i'm gonna give it a uh a c minus you know i think it, it's 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 okay um it's, it's, it's definitely variety there but it's not really something that i'm uh i'm really looking forward to so yep but let us know if 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 you if you think this 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 month is amazing i i need to see a psn this is pure craziness (laughs) you know i said show me your psn that you play these games and you loving them i see somebody put told my farming simulator is popular yo popularity doesn't mean nothing to me man i can only speak on how i feel it personally i'm not saying that you know what i take that back because i'm about to be a hypocrite here if you enjoy uh, 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 this month of PlayStation Plus, you thought the game offering is great? Hey, kudos to you, man. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. But I'm only speaking to how I feel about the offering, especially after a price hike. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Especially mm-hmm. after that. And the reasoning for the price hike. Yep. To offer more of these better and quality games and all that stuff. I, I Listen, I haven't played no Farm Super, I haven't played no Weird, Weird West. But, no, man. No. <laughs> No. Yo, big it's... shout out to uh, Jeff B Gaming for the super chat. He says, "Bar, you off, bro? The PlayStation Plus prices weren't hiked; they just given less of a discount, still less than paying monthly." <laughs> Yo, I, 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 <laughs> listen, man. I like I like how you put that, but it is definitely an increase because they 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 announced it as an increase. Yeah. You're paying twenty dollars more. You was paying sixty for the year, and it's not even cheaper monthly. It's more monthly. That don't make no sense. Mm-hmm. It's more money monthly. Monthly is like ten dollars a month or like twelve dollars. I'm, I'm I'm sure. If you add that up to twelve months, that's way more than sixty dollars. Yeah. Or, or 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 what is it? Eighty dollars. Yeah, I'm good. You might you might just being sarcastic on that one. Uh, you might. Been, I don't know. Um, we're gonna chalk that up. I don't sarcasm. know. What yeah. But uh, yeah, man. So that that's the Mix, PS Plus yeah, games no. for the month uh, for the month of October. Definitely let us know. You know what? You know what? What score are you giving October? Is it an A? Is it a B? A C? D? E? Or well, no, an E F. Uh, let us know. But yo, let's move on, man. So Bari, um, 
PlayStation announced a couple of cool well, VR. Well, well, before, before you move on, I I, I got to talk to chat, man. It's been it's been a long time. Listen, chat, talk to me. Listen, just because the monthly price did not increase, doesn't mean you are playing less if you pay for PlayStation Plus monthly. You're still paying more than what you will pay yearly. It's not that difficult, people. It is not that difficult, man. If if you pay $10 a month for 12 months, how much is that, people? <laughs> hey, yo, you funny, bro. Uh, yo, big shout out to Wolfgang Mashima. Uh, appreciate you for the super chat, man. He says, shout out to you guys digging the new ways to listen to the podcast. 20 days until Spider-Man 2. Absolutely, Wolf. We can't wait. We're really excited as well. Uh, but yo, Barry, man, uh, PlayStation announced a couple of cool indies, man. I mean, not indies, uh, PSVR games coming to PSVR 2. One of the ones that they announced was uh, Among Us VR. How you feeling about that? I'm with that. Yo, Among Us, um, it's been a while since I played, but I played that. I mostly play that with my like my nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think it's a cool little party game that's seen that in VR. I might be a, I, I can see that in VR, man. I'm not gonna lie, see seeing this in VR, I'm like, yo, this I, I can see myself playing this. Like, cause it's yeah. much more like of a honed in experience like this. I, I can see myself playing this hundred percent. Yeah, like, I I think I think they got a great concept. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like it's like clue but video game kind of style. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Uh you ever play that game Mafia? It's like a card game Mafia, you gotta figure out, you know what I mean, who's the killer and whatnot. Kind of like that, man. Um, yeah, I think that would be a that's a, that's a dope announcement that you know they get a VR announcement. I'm with it. Yeah, I agree. I think that's pretty cool. So shout out to Among Us VR. Uh, I'm gonna keep my eye on that one, man. I'm gonna keep my eye on that. This might be a cool little VR party game. So the next game is Journey to the Foundation, and uh, this is based off a book series, and I believe this is supposed to be like a like a survivalist type of game. Oh, I, I don't know. And it's got like first person shoot. It's got like first person shooter vibes. So oh, it looks right. Yeah, it's like a survival shooter type of game. It looks. Oh, pretty it looks look, look good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It looks pretty cool, man. So you know, I think that looks pretty cool. Definitely. Uh, yo, first, yo, shout out to PlayStation VR two for like, uh, they're giving a lot of love to VR two, man. Like VR two is getting a lot of a lot of cool games and experiences. I think when it comes to this, yeah, this looks pretty dope. I'm liking this. I never read the book though, so I don't know what that what that book is about. But the next one, yeah, is, I never read uh, The next one is uh, announcing Heroes of Forever, which is a multi-dimensional arcade cover shooter for PSVR two. I didn't okay. see. I didn't, okay. I, didn't, I didn't see this one when we uh, when they announced Time Splitters it. vibes. Yeah. Oh, you know what this kind of looks like too? Remember um Roller Dome? It looks like a first person version of that. Yo, this looks dope. Look at oh, all the enemies on that. the screen. They gotta, they gotta fix that clipping with the um oh this is damn, this this don't look crazy. Yeah, this looks pretty interesting. Oh now you a police officer. There was a little clipping with the gun. Yeah, I'm seeing it. Yeah, I'm seeing it. Yeah, that in VR. That that will annoy me. Yeah, I'm seeing it now. 
I'm seeing it now with like the clipping. Oh, now you're in a war? Okay. I think that it might be crazy, delivered, but, but but graphically, I it it, it needs it needs a little uh tighten up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it needs to be tightened up a little bit. That looks interesting. Heroes of Forever. It looks interesting. They could clean that up a little bit, but I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing with that. Right. The next one is Tin Hearts, and uh, this is a puzzle a puzzle style game that they announced. I don't know what the puzzle games, man. VR. Okay, you yeah, I'm good. On, I'm good on the puzzle, man. Like VR, I'm I'm all for the mix, the shooting. Yeah, the shooting. You know what I mean? Bow and arrows. Yeah. You know what I mean? If if it's an action platformer type game like Moss, but have puzzles, I'm with that. But all puzzle game VR, I'm good on that. Yeah, I'm good on like an all puzzle style game. Although this looks pretty. It looks cool. And you got all the nah. ten soldiers and whatnot, but I'm good. I'm good on that. <laughs> you trying? You trying on that one? I'm trying. I'm this, trying this, this is why. This is why they say, "Oh, what the what PlayStation guys, man? They like everything." <laughs> he said, "He said it looks good. <laughs> it looks interesting. You know, it, it looks interesting. You know, I can't. I can't. You know, say it looks interesting." Uh, then the I'm next a, one I'm is. Uh, I ain't anticipating it, but next one's Tiger Blade. Uh, pounces. So this one is uh, this one's supposed to be like some samurai, like a samurai type of. Oh, like uh, what's the name of that game? What's what's the name of that one game that came out on PlayStation? Um, like Ghost Runner type of stuff. Ghost Runner, and um, I know what game you're talking about. I just the other one, yeah, you know, right you know which one I'm talking with the, about. With the, the 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 Chinese dude, you got the sword. Yeah, and yeah, I, I forgot the name. This 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 giving me that type of vibes where you got the gun and the sword. It's called Tiger Blade it's coming out in November. I can't think of it. I got the platinum to that game too, man. I can't even think about it. What? The, the, That's the coming out in November? Yo, that gameplay looks dope. Yeah, this look good. This look good. Yeah, I'm yeah, with this. Yeah. I'm with the gameplay on that, man. Yeah, I'm with this that. This looks clean. And it come out November 17th. Yo, there's too many games coming out, man. And then the last one, which we got a release date for, was the Foglands, which is coming out October 31st. Shadow Warrior. Yeah, there we go. Shadow, Shadow Warrior. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Shadow Warrior. Shout out to the chat. Uh, so Foglands. Oh, they, they showed this one already. Date. I remember this one. Yeah, Foglands finally got a release date as well. It's coming to PlayStation VR 2. And uh, it comes out October 31st, 2023. But they're showing like a bit more gameplay. This was one that we saw at a state of play earlier this year with Fogland. Yeah. Um, but it it looked cool. Um, but I feel like personally it's coming out at a bad time for me personally because, you know, October 31st, I'm still going to be playing Spider-Man 2. You feel me? And yeah. and then, you know, if COD ends up being good or, you know, I, I Call of Duty and all that other stuff. So, um, you know, yeah, I mean, I'm, but it looks interesting. It, though. it looks good. Like if you if you invest in VR. Mm-hmm. You can't say like, yo, they're not producing games for you to play or give you an option to, you know, let me use this thing. Like how some people are saying, yeah. now there's many, many games in VR that's coming out here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like VR2, PlayStation VR2 is a catch up thing when it comes to PC because probably some of these games that is, is being announced, they probably were on PC and whatnot. But now it's coming to the console just due to how them catching up with technology and all that stuff with PlayStation VR2. So, yeah. If you invest in something like that, yeah, I, I think you're good to go. That you have enough 
uh, 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 content here to justify you paying for this 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 headset. I agree. I think there's there, there's more than enough games coming to PlayStation VR two that will you know satisfy uh satisfy and everyone. Resident Evil as well coming. Yep, to. RE coming to VR. So you got a lot of experiences there, ladies and gentlemen, that you can uh, that you can play with. You feel me? Uh, but yo, let's get into some Spider Man news, Barry. Spider Man. Let's get to the Spider Man news, right? So shout out to the Somniac man. Uh, you know, one thing about PlayStation that I think they've done really great is they're definitely leading the charge when it comes to accessibility in video games. Um, and Spider-Man 2 is no different from that. Um, so uh, Insomniac has laid out what the accessibility options are going to be for Spider-Man 2. And uh, some of the big ones that we can talk about is, uh, you know, so now you'll be able to have uh, challenge level modifiers, which will allow you to uh, change, customize three aspects of the gameplay, which is enemy health, enemy damage, and stealth awareness, um, which is cool. Um, there's also going to be chase assist, and within this feature, they've introduced with Miles Morales and in uh, in Spider-Man Remastered, the response to the players who have difficulty completing the game, uh, the story in original 2018 release. The feature will work similarly, where it'll reduce the target's top speed, so it slows down the target so that you can catch them. Uh, the next, the next option. Accessibility option is quick time events auto complete. So now you'll be able to automatically complete quick time events. Like they they won't, you know, you don't have to do any of the button prompts or actions. Uh and then obviously they have shortcuts and game speed. So now you'll be able to this is actually something that they brought from uh Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, where now you'll be able to uh speed up the game. So uh you'll have the game speed of 70 percent 50 percent and 30 percent in real time of the real time rate of the shortcut buttons this allows you to slow down the action give you more time to react to multiple gameplay scenarios want more time to react as surrounding hunters uh hunter fist fly or battling against lizard or something like that it allows you to slow down the game speed um the other accessibility options is uh, additional options for heroes in a gallery of accessibility options which is audio frequency controls this will allow players to disable uncomfortable sounds without high frequency cutoff low frequency cutoff and uh custom settings with the notch uh frequency filter as well so you'll be able to uh edit that stuff some of the other things as well that are coming post-launch for accessibility is audio descriptions so this is something that um was introduced with the last of us remake where they actually described the scenes to you uh with that audio description yeah that was crazy yeah so that's also something that's going to be coming to spider-man 2 post-launch screen reader as well which will be coming post-launch and then captions which will allow which will be will be available for cinematics and at key audio moments in gameplay we have captions for off-screen environmental uh environmental sound effects music and more the captions are also highly customizable including size color background occupancy and background color separate from subtitles so they have captions uh and then the access controller will also be usable with spider-man 2 as well bari what's your thoughts on the accessibility controls i mean i think it's great that um developers are putting all these accessibility um options within the game it gives more people a chance to play the game that never could do it before Mm -hmm. so i'm all for it i'm all i'm all for 
these games having these accessibility stuff. Yeah, it's just garner more people to play the game. It's a smart move. It has been working out well off of PlayStation when it comes to their games. And yeah, you just want to see more of it. My only thing is that, you know, having these options there, you know, people will abuse that that don't necessarily need to use it. So like as much as I like it, I'm also looking at it with a with a with a side eye because you know when people give their impressions and they talk about these games, like what are you using or what are you enabling when it comes to the accessibility option? I think we going forward when it comes to a lot of opinions, th- these and reviews, st- stuff like letting us know what accessibility um, options you have enabled needs to be in the review. You know, what I mean, especially if you're talking about combat, if you're talking about stealth missions and all that stuff, because from what I'm seeing that you have QTEs that you don't even need to do a QTE. You don't got to press a prompt. You know what I mean? So I'm all for it. And I, and I, and I, and I, and I, I really, and truly, I, I compliment and, you know, I want more developers to put it in there. But when it comes to like, uh, anybody that don't necessarily need those options, you're not disabled, you're not any of that stuff and you're still using that stuff. You know what I mean? I, I you know what's going to happen because they've been doing it. You know what I mean with PlayStation games. I think people need to be more transparent and come out and be like, okay, this is what I had enabled to play this game because it does affect how you play the game and certain options, certain opinions on difficulty and you know movement and all that stuff does get affected with these these options on because somebody want to speed through the game or get a platinum really easy and stuff mm-hmm, like that. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my only little thing, but I'm all for it. I think it's great option, and I and I commend them uh, for adding this stuff there. Yeah, yeah, I I I agree with that. You know, I I think you know, giving people who need this stuff more ways to play games, you know, is is a great thing. But stuff like this definitely gets abused by people who try to push a a, a specific type of narrative when it comes see to, all the time, bro. When it comes to these games, so um. You know, stuff like that, I think it's just what sucks, you know. Um, but, you know, shout out to the accessibility uh, features and things like that, you know. And I hope the people who really need that stuff can can benefit from that, you know. So shout out to Yo, Insomniac with that, you know. There was there was one option in um The Last of Us 2, right? This is after I beat the game. I, part, I, I beat this game like four or five, six times. I didn't catch on to what it was until I played it so much, right? And I, I think I saw it on Twitter. And I was like, wait, they have an option like that? Bruh, they had an option in The Last of Us Part 2 where if you go, like, prone, enemies can't see you. You get what I'm saying? So I, I was like, okay, I, 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 I'm not familiar with, you know, you know, you know, certain disabilities and whatnot. I'm like, what? <laughs> who is that helping out? Like, you, you just run through the whole game. Nobody see you. Just, cr- just crawling on the floor. <laughs> you know, so I'm like that, that. to me seemed like more like a cheat code than a than a, a you know a accessibility feature in my opinion. But yo, I was like, yo, this was in the game the whole time, and it, I was questioning it because you know I see people putting up, oh, I beat Last of Us on Grounded, I beat the Last of Us on Last Survivor, and I'm just like, was people really playing this game on Grounded, or you know what I mean? Was they crawling through this? It, 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 it brings those questions to mind now with this stuff. But like I said, it, I commend them. So for adding this stuff, I understand it. It's definitely needed because it, it brings uh, more people to play the game and getting a chance to play it. But you just gotta be, you gotta be very wary when it comes to certain things. That's like, you know, people that's playing the game that don't 
we need these features and whatnot. But yeah. I I agree, man. I think that it sucks to see straight up. Right. Uh, but you know, one of the other things that Insomniac also put out, Bari, they put out some of the trophies that you can expect to get in Spider-Man 2. So if you're somebody that's going for the platinum, now these aren't spoiler trophies from what I've seen. They they took out all the spoiler they, they trophies. Spoiler to me, but so you if not spoiler, not, but spoiler not, to me. So you don't want to go through it? You don't want to go through it then? No, no, go through it. I already oh, seen it. I already okay. seen it. Because Insomnia um, posted it. Yeah, Insomnia. That's posted. how I caught on. That's how I, I was like, what is this? I'm real. Yeah. I'm, I'm over yeah. here cycling it. I'm like, wait, these are trophies? Yeah. I was like, what? So they put out some of the trophies that you can expect to get in Spider Man 2. Uh, so the dedicated trophy, which is collect all trophies. Obviously, that's the platinum. Um, superior, 100% complete all district. Hell yeah. Um, I think she said there. Um, heal that the boy world. mute game is on point. Heal, I feel your respect. <laughs> heal the world. Uh, finish the main story to the max. Purchase all gadget upgrades. Kick out, kit it out. Purchase all available suits. Amazing release max level. Friendly neighborhood Spider Man. Complete all friendly neighborhood Spider Man requests. Foundational. Complete all EMF experiments. Evolve. Defeat 100 enemies with evolved venom abilities. Surge. Hold up. Hold up now. You just you just you just skip past that. I know I know Miles' abilities are called like Venom stuff, but evolved Venom abilities. Well, his much better abilities, and we see it through the trailers. And they actually use that gift to kind of show that off as well. You know, because oh, yeah, you know Peter okay. Peter is using quote unquote Venom abilities because the symbiote, symbiote. is called Venom. But they 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 actually specify that though, because then the next one is Surge. Use symbiote abilities twenty five times during symbiote surge. Mm, armed, you see, you see, you see, what I'm uh-huh, saying, uh-huh. armed and dangerous, defeat hundred enemies with spider arm abilities. Um, fully loaded. Purchase all of Spider-Man's suit tech upgrades. Brooklyn Pride, complete a gift. My community, complete hard bop. Funky wireless protocol, solve the mystery of the Spider-Bot's origin. Stylish, equipped a suit style. Slackline, stealth take down 25 enemies in stealth from the web line. Web line. Kang nice. 10 performed t- 30 air tricks in a row without touching the ground. That's Damn, gonna, we going to be in the air yo, crazy. That's, gonna, that's, that's gonna a be bronze? A fun, yeah, that's a bronze. That's going to be a fun trophy to get. That might be a last one for me. That's going to be a fun trophy to get. Overdrive. As Miles, use reverse flux to pull six or more enemies together simultaneously. Soar using only your web wings glide from financial district to Astoria without touching the ground. Hey yo, Astoria is right. Yo, listen, Queens baby, Astoria Queens. Uh, I'm happy they ain't put. I, I'm happy they ain't put no Queens trophies though. Nothing called Queens in the trophy. Uh, many. You see how they got the Brooklyn one. The trophy's actually called Brooklyn, whatever where it was called. There's no Queens, whatever. Hold that. He mad. Look, he mad. There's no Bronx anything in this game, so hold that. Anyway. DLC. Never. 
Anyway, a new adventure, help Howard. Resourceful, collect a total of 10,000 tech parts. Co-signing, complete all tech stashes. New York, New York, complete all photo ops. A new suit, acquire the black suit. Yo, I think I it, 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 it's most. It's, listen, you're not gonna put evolved venom abilities, because how I think as a comic book purist, I'm thinking like when you say evolved, that means like oh, the symbiote has fully bonded. No, you know I, mean? I think they're talking text. about Miles Morales with evolved venom's abilities. Oh yeah, that could be. A, that's what I say because yeah, his abilities are called yeah, like venom, venom bite, yeah, venom sting, yeah, venom sting, yeah. and so. So I think they're talking about venom. I mean, Miles Morales here with the with the with the Venom evolved Venom abilities instead of symbiote. Mm. You know. Okay. Okay. Because yeah, they are Cause showing, showing Miles, Miles like yeah, they're showing discharge. Miles electric charge and stuff like that. So I'm thinking they're talking about that when they say that. Okay. Yo, and and this okay. not even all the trophies, man. These are not the story trophies. Yeah. How much in total was this? Like twenty something. Let me see. Um, one two. It look like they're doing four each. It's more than 27 trophies. That's five. That's four. That's five. 25 here. Sheesh. Okay. 25 here. Probably looking around 41 trophies in total. 40, 41, yeah, because I, I expect the story to be pretty lengthy because, you know, the boss fights, certain story um, elements and stuff like that that they'll have come out as well. Side mission stuff. Side mission stuff, yeah. I think a lot of that stuff as well is going to be happening. Um, but that's not all. 46, I can see that. I can see that Black Bear around 46. Yeah, 46. How many was Spider-Man original? 51? Without the, without the DLC. Yeah, without I the think DLC, it was like 50. Maybe you're 51. right. I think it was like 50-something. Yeah, you're probably yeah, right. It was like 50, 51. So I can... Somebody look that up real quick. Yeah, somebody looked that up, but I think original Spider-Man 2018 had about 50 trophies, so including the platinum. So, um, I think we can see this land around there because I think there's going to be certain story elements as well of like you know, encounter Venom for the first time. You know, Venom. find you know find you know find you know defeat Mysterio or something like that. Defeat Wraith. Or, or whatever. I think a lot of those tr- side mission stuff as well is going to be here, too. Punch Harry in the face. <laughs> so, you know, we'll see. What if we're going to... Nah, let me, not, let me not say that. I'm not going to say that here. Alright, man. Let's, yo, but Barry, that's not the only thing Spider-Man related, man. The other thing... There's more? Spider- yeah, there's more. There's more, man. So, the other thing with Spider-Man that released this week as well is that influencers and content creators and the media have their review copies of Spider-Man 2. They're playing Spider-Man 2 right now. Insomniac, I think you forgot two content creators in in uh, in your in your repertoire. I think you forgot the Hello? Whoops. I think you forgot the Whoops boys. Hello, Insomniac. Yeah, man, this this is Jay Barr and Persona. We're doing What's Up Places podcast right now. Um we got a discrepancy uh, to talk about, man. Uh, I think you forgot to email us the the codes uh, for Marvel Spider Man Two. We're, we're, we're not canceling no pre orders now. We still buying the game, but I just you know we want to put out the content there for our uh, our podcast. Uh 
you didn't promise it, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you know, uh, we, we would hope that you know, you know we, we, we were like that. Yeah. You we, know what I mean? Like that. What happened? H- hello? I think, uh, they hung up on me, man. I think Ted Price hung up on you. They hung up on me, man. Oh, man. I see that T for background, too, boy. <laughs> I see that T for background, boy. Yes, sir. Uh, but yeah, so the reviewers, the reviews will be, so the reviews for Spider-Man will drop October 16th and previews will drop October 10th. So it's going to be an interesting time, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. We're, we're, we're in the end game when it comes to uh, Spider-Man 2, man. So uh, real quick, Barry, you know, just for, for just for quick, uh, you know, just for, you know, sits and giggles. Uh, what meta are you uh, floating around with uh, Spider-Man 2? Yeah, man, I'm leaning towards a 90 to 91 with Spider-Man 2. Okay. Um, I, I I get everybody's sentiments when it comes to, you know, reviews and, you know, this game could be better, but it's still the same score or even lower. Mm-hmm. But I do, I do feel like what I'm seeing here with Spider-Man, especially this, this trailer here and the explanation, is just like, if you are adding, if you are doing 2018 and Miles Morales and adding so much more to it, and making the gameplay so refined and mm-hmm. and feel mm-hmm. you know different with the web wings and all that stuff. There's no way I can see it not. And there's no way I can see anything lower than a ninety. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can see it probably eighty nine, but I, I even doubt that. Like I see ninety to a ninety one mm-hmm. overall. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, at least for the the first two days or something. <laughs> Yeah, then for me, the Jimmy Two Left Feet review coming. You know, I mean, a, a two out of ten. Then. Yeah, uh, for me, yeah, I, I I put this out on Twitter Twitter earlier this week. I see the game landing around a ninety. Everything I'm seeing about yeah, the game yeah. looks much better than the first one. Even looks better than Miles Morales. Expanded mm-hmm. world, better combat. You know, story is going to be on point. I can see this game easily being a ninety uh, Metacritic. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. It'll be an interesting time when it comes to that, man. But yo, Barry, let's move on, man. Um, so the Last of Us Day was this week, <laughs> and uh, and some uh, and Naughty Dog they they put out and they pretty much said, "Listen, guys, don't expect any factions or video game related news at this Last of Us Day." No figure, but they did put out uh, you know uh, Ellie a new Ellie collage T shirt. Hey, that's a um, heat. That's a heat. Yeah, it looks pretty, <laughs> looks pretty cool. Oh. I like that, and I like that sweater, bro. Oh, that hoodie is like, that hoodie is fire. Yeah, I like the hoodie as well. The Last of Us Part Two floral hoodie, uh, and then they put out this Cook and Decker, the Last of Us Part Two notebook set. Uh, and then they put out the oh wow, they got Ellie's backpack. Oh, the, the, the Ellie's the Last backpack. Be having some dope merch. Monster plush keychain. Oh, and they put the monster wings. plushie on there. I and this is expected to ship fall 2023. I'm not going to cap, man. I that back. How much? How much? How much? That back, that backpack over hundred dollars. Let me see. That backpack is nine ninety nine ninety nine. Nah, seventy five bucks. Oh, okay. I, I stand back. And then they got the regular plain backpack that don't have nothing on it. Then they actually have the monster keychain as well, the pilot wings, and the last. How much a plane one for? A plane? A plane? Sixty four ninety five. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, you know, then they got the uh, you know, the last was poster, last was hat. And that was it. Pretty, pretty, eh, 
a pretty okay. Um, Yo, La- Last of Us got some dope merch, man. Like, I like the merch. I ain't even gonna hold you, but go ahead, Persona. You, you can. <laughs> Yo, listen, man. I, I, I do. I do think that Last of Us it has awesome merch. You know, I'm not, I'm not taking away from that at all. But yo, man, I I I, I want to see the games, man. I want to see factions too, man. Like my God, man, it's annoying. So it's just so annoying, you know. And they set mm-hmm. they set expectations, so I, you know, I'm not really mad that they. Well, I'm not. Say, I'm not mad that they didn't show anything or disappointed. I should say it's just like damn, man. Like you know, especially when you have stuff like this with uh, the Last of Us day. And you don't have any type of game related announcements. It seems, it seems pointless to me personally. Like it's just like, yeah, we're celebrating the Last of Us series, which is great. But you know, what made the game great is not the merch; it's the games. What well, what well, people want the merch because of the game. Yeah, the day itself is because of the game and what happened. You know what I mean? Let's coincide with the date and whatnot, but. Yeah, the fact that you had no update for the last post multiplayer game that you got they're creating, it's a huge disappointment because you you promised it early in the year that we'll see it in 2023. Oh, we well, promised it last year that we'll see it in 2023. That got delayed. And we found out last minute that you guys need more work to cook perfectly fine. You know what I mean? But to to have something set up where you have something like the last of us day and no announcement of any type of game. It's disappointing regardless on needing more time to cook, needing more time to do whatever. It is disappointing that you have an event, you have a day a celebration and nothing of the game is there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it, 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 it not being toxic. It's not being anything. Yo, it, it's more frustrating because we are fans of the game and we want, we want to see this multiplayer game that, everybody's talking about that's more expansive and and all that stuff but certain specific events that you created it's not even there for it, it, it it's disappointing man yeah. and I, I i see people damage controlling that stuff was like it, they don't need to show the game here i'm like what like i i i don't get that man yeah they said it got delayed and need more time but to not have something set up for this day crazy Absolutely crazy. Speechless. <laughs> I don't I don't get it. Speechless, I, my boy. Speechless. I don't I don't I don't I don't get it at all, man. I don't either. But you know, this is what people think. This is what people are doing, so it is what it is, man. You know, do what you do. So hopefully we'll see something soon from factions, but you know, I won't I won't put I won't bet on that. So but last Wednesday was this week and it passed. Uh and then we've got Bari, I don't think nobody's surprised at this at all. The announcement trailer, uh, Horizon Forbidden West Complete Edition, uh, you know, that got announced this week as well. Obviously, they also announced the PC version of this game too, um, which will be coming out early 2024. And the PS5 version of the Complete Edition comes out in, uh, I think, uh, October or November. And so what is included yeah. in this is the Horizon Forbidden West game, PS5, obviously. Burnishers DLC, digital soundtrack, digital art book, Horizon Zero Dawn Volume One, The Sunhawk digital comic book, in-game items, extra in photo, uh, extra photo mode, uh, uh, pose and face paint. Also, in-game items unlocked via via uh, story progression: the Karja Behemoth Elite outfit, 
Kaja Behemoth, Shortbow, Nora Thunder, Elite Alfred, Nora Thunder, Sling, Apex, Claw Strider, Machine Strike, Peace, and the Resource Pack. Um, you can wishlist this now. Yeah. So, how you feeling about this, Barry? I don't think anybody's surprised because they did this for PS for Zero Dawn as well. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised. Oh, by it's it. October. It's uh, October sixth. Complete edition. It's October sixth. Sorry, I'm not surprised by it. I I, I felt like they was probably going to announce this during that state of play, but they didn't do it. Um, the only thing that bothers me about this announcement and seeing the news is that the 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 complete edition itself costs only sixty dollars. Um, you know, what I mean, Burning Shores DLC came out this year. You know, so I'm just like, okay, I can understand Horizon Forbidden West is going to be cheaper. It's, a, it's an older game now, whatnot, you know, a year old or beyond over a year now. Um, but incorporating a new DLC that came this year and offering it for, you know, $10 more less. And for those people that bought Horizon Day 1 and bought the DLC Day 1, you probably, you probably spent, what, $100? Just mm-hmm. together, just alone in that? That's $40 cheaper. Like I get that the complete edition is always cheaper, but I was I was surprised. I was thinking it was like, oh, the complete edition is probably going to be like seventy dollars on PS on PS um, store, probably seventy dollars on uh, or even sixty on um uh, on PC. You know what I mean? But it's it's sixty on P on PS on PS five and PC. So I was a little surprised by that, but yeah, the the time the time for these games to go on all the platforms is is, is lessening. You know what I mean? So. At the end of the day, I, it, it's it's a it's a massive change going to happen with PlayStation for sure. When we talk about the whole Jim Ryan thing, but yeah, I mean Horizon, a great game. I love the hell out of this game. Hopefully, the people that you know on PC they can enjoy the game. Hopefully, they purchase the game, not pirate the game. But um, yeah, I would love to see more success with Horizon, uh, Forbidden West, and and you know more people talk about the DLC and whatnot. Cause mm-hmm. I think it's amazing, a great game. Yeah, I think it's a fantastic game, you know, so, you know, shout out to the people who are going to play this. Um, but yeah, we're definitely seeing that PlayStation to PC window shorten um, much more when it comes to PlayStation 5, games, you know, so, uh, yeah, you know, so shout out to the complete edition. Hope people pick that up. Enjoy that. And uh, yeah, we hype for y'all. And then, uh, you know, the next thing I want to talk about is something that kind of surprised me, Bari. Uh, it surprised me a lot. Um, this is coming from Capcom. Capcom presents. Capcom presents. So, uh, Capcom had a. Uh, they there was a, this was an interview with. Um, oh my God! What is the name? What's his name? The president. The president of Capcom. Um, uh, Haruhiro uh, Tsujimoto. Haruhiro Tsujimoto. Moto. Suji, 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 Moto, and he says um, game prices are too low. Development costs are about 100 times higher than than during the Famicom era, but software prices has not gone up that much. That's the highlight. Bari, is my question. Two questions. First question: Do you agree with what Sushimoto is saying here when it comes to game prices and? them going uh them being stagnant you know and and all that stuff right second question if game prices were to jump another ten dollars 
How would you feel about that? Start us off. First and foremost, I'm in a conflicted opinion here uh, when it comes to the game prices uh, statement because I do agree on some stances. Uh, what he's saying here, like some instances, I mean, what he's saying here is like, as far as like, yeah, we do see the development costs of these games ranging from 150, 200. You know what I mean? I'm seeing 250, 240 for the big, big triple A games and the game still costing, you know, 60 to $70. Um, but then I look at it, I look at it. I'm like those big, big budgeted games. They, 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 they're on the PC as well. And on the PC side of things, the PC side of the game is doing way more than what the console side is doing. So you're doing more work development wise um, on the PC side of the game rather than the console side by, you know, making sure this game is can be played ultra wide, support all these other nice little features, DLSS, uh, ray tracing, all those 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 things that people praise on the PC side of things. But guess what? Persona, the price is cheaper <laughs> on the PC side. Yeah, that's a good point. So that's why that's why they're getting conflicting. Like, if the game prices is too much money, because even Sean Layden said this. Sean Layden was on What's Up PlayStation podcast. Shout out to Sean Layden, friend of the show, and he mentioned game prices is definitely too much. I mean, the, the cost of development is too much. You know what I mean? And um, but. I'm keep I'm keep hearing the sentiment that you know the cost of development is too much, but on the PC side of things, is the, the games are just cheaper. You know what I mean? And people always bring up the digital factor and all that other stuff, but that can same stuff be applied to the console side now. You know, um, especially now with this generation and stuff. So I, I'm conflicted in how I feel about it because business wise, I can understand, but as a consumer, I'm just looking at it like mm, these games are on multiple platforms, but on one specific platform it costs $10 more or even sometimes $20 more than the other platform that does even more than what the platform it costs more does. Mm, mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm confused with it. And the other question is if it goes up uh, $10 more, mm. uh, I do feel that there's going to be a huge, you know, rage moment that comes from gamers. A lot of people going to speak out, speak out on it. Um, but will it, will it generally affect gaming? I don't think it's going to affect gaming overall. Because too many people are addicted to games. Too many people love games where another $10 price hike is not going to have them completely stop playing video games. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They might be a little bit more, you know, uh, frugal, you know what I mean, with their money. They might be a little bit more hesitant, but there's not, they're not going to stop gaming completely. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, these businesses, these, these you know, companies, they're going to capitalize on that aspect. So, yeah, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be daunting. But I don't think it's going to necessarily to stop gaming in general. You know, yeah. people's going to they're going they're going to display their frustrations for sure. Uh, but it won't affect nothing. Yeah, you know, I I feel like you know this conversation of game prices. You know, this was something that we really started to see come about at the start of this generation when um, 2K and Call of Duty introduced their first the you know the first batch of seventy dollar games. Right, you know. Contrary to popular belief, it was EA and 2K, uh, excuse me, 2K and Activision that started this whole $70 push anyway. And then everybody else obviously followed suit. Um, You know, I think when it comes to the cost of like, you know, when it comes to like price, 
the price of games going up and development costs getting higher and things like that. You know, I think we're seeing that stuff already, especially when it comes to the development costs of like some of your favorite games. Like we saw that God of War cost like 200 plus million to make, you know, Horizon 160 or so. So, so to make Spider-Man 2 can looks like it might be costing anywhere of like 200 million to make, you know, who knows, right? You know, when you're looking at a lot of the the, the cost of games, uh, that the, that price is getting a lot higher, a lot higher. So I do think that, you know, they are correct when it comes to like the price of games, uh, the, the the development costs being so much higher. And this was something that Sean Layden said, you know, he he's said this in a number of interviews that the sustainability of the industry when it comes to just, you know, the, the, the cost of games ballooning and ballooning and just becoming more and more and more and more and more. You, you, you can't, you can't, you know, something's got to give, right? Because you can't keep having games go up in price. Or excuse me, the cost to make games go up in price, and then that price of what the game costs stays stagnant. Now, obviously, I don't think every game that's coming out, um, especially from some of these third-party developers, should really cost even that $70 price tag. You know, I feel like some people are probably just, you know, just going with the punches with that. But I do understand where uh, Sushimoto is coming from when it comes to game prices being too low and, and, and the development costs rising. Now, when you get to that price going up even more, I mean, you're getting into, you're getting into some very scary territory, right? Where the price of the games, or excuse me, not even the price, gamers being willing to take more chances on a game dwindles because the price for the game is is now becoming much higher where you know the risk that's involved with wanting to take that risk on a brand new game a lot of gamers are going to are going to be a lot more reserved with their spending i feel like where it's like oh well you know this game is now 85.99 it's a brand new ip yeah it looks fun but i don't know if this is really something that i really would want to dedicate time to at that price point i'm away for a sale or not buy it at all or whatever um, and they would stick with what they know, right? So I think that's where we get where we where we where we would find ourselves if the prices keep going up, up and up and up, 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 up and up. But it's like, yo, what do you do in that situation? Like it's like a, being stuck between a rock and a hard place, where it's like people want the biggest and best games, but they don't want to play. They don't want to pay a higher price. Something's got to give. What is it? That's not for me to figure out. That's for these developers and. To figure out themselves maybe the maybe games need to get smaller you know maybe we, you know as sean Layden has said this as well everything doesn't need to be this triple a banger or whatever it can be a double a it could be you know something that's a much more smaller experience and more cost effective nah, I, I, but I don't want people aren't people, smaller no what i'm saying so is he, what is even the, some of these big games like there's less that they putting into it look at something like mortal kombat uh one there's certain things that Mortal Kombat, uh, you know, eleven had, where one a seventy dollar game, a mm. uh, hundred dollar game, don't even have modes, accessibility. You know what I mean? Like we're getting less. The games are looking prettier, but we're getting less. Well, go ahead, my bad. No, I agree with you. I do think that's a valid point as well. So that's why I think we find ourselves between a rock and a hard place of where is going to be the happy medium. I don't know where that is. I don't know where that's going to be because. 
Developers got to get paid. Money has to be made. But people also want a high quality product. What are you willing to pay for that? It, it, it's, it's, and it's, we, it's, we also it's seen the turnovers in the industry as well. Yes. Even though games could be successful. We're still seeing, you know, people over. are getting laid off left and right. So it's like, what, what, it, what gives? Like, what, where do you go from there? You know, like, I don't know. I don't know. It sucks. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like the, the, the industry itself relies so much on promotion and marketing from like outsource, outside sources. You know what I mean? Everything is like licensed now. You know what I mean? So when you put it, video games make so much money that, a game like Spider-Man being in New York, I'm pretty sure they pay so much money for having so much licensed stuff. Oh, you want to have Times Square in your joint? Oh, give us this amount of millions. Or, you know what I mean? Like, oh, a, a soda can is in here? That's that's millions. So that part of the aspect, I, I can see it because a lot of these games have these licensed characters and licensed content in there. And some of these games, we see them, they're getting packed up, man. Like, you know, people's just getting uh, laid off. Yeah. You know what I mean? It costs so much, not only on the development standpoint, but just if you want to put this little minute thing in there, that's millions of dollars from these companies these, that, uh, you know, nah, that's private placement. You yeah. got to pay me. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right about that. So it's like, I don't know. It's 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 a tough it's a tough it's a tough decision because if you're on one side, one the other side's not gonna like you, and if you're on the other side, then that side, the opposite side's not gonna like you. It's just like yo, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yo, low key, um, Edison, I see, I see your uh, your, your, your chat, Edison. Where not all games need to be a hundred plus hours, but if you look at the games that are a hundred hundred plus hours, they're not big triple A games. That cost of development would be way too much. Yeah. Most big AAA games, you're sitting around the 10, 20 30. hours for majority of them. 30, you know what I mean? maybe. If that. Yeah, 30. If you that. know what I mean? Yeah, like a, a lot of the bigger, a lot of the 100-hour games, those are the smaller ones. You know what I mean? That you probably have an RPG that's, you know, probably have a small budget or whatnot. But yep. I don't yep. know, man. All right, so let's move on. Um so yeah, a couple of delays and some cancellations, Bari, real quick. Uh, so Banishers, The Ghost of New Eating. This is a game coming from Focus uh, Entertainment and Don't Nod. Definitely been paying attention to this. You a Don't Nod, uh, dude. Yeah, I love Don't Nod. So um, this is like an action RPG type of game too. An action adventure RPG type of game. And it says, with so many unforgettable games in 2023, it's important that each of them shines brightly. Banishers, Ghost of Eating is no exception. Though finished and, and set for release, we went red and we want red and Anita's story to get the spotlight it deserves. As a result, with the team at Don't Nod, we took the decision to postpone its release to PC and on PCs and consoles to February 13th, 2024. A perfect date for an epic love story. Hey, I'm gonna keep nah, it a stack no, with you. Not. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a stack with you, Don't Nod. No, that ain't. February is absolutely crowded. Grand Blue Fantasy Relink, Helldivers, um, on oh. Destiny Final Shape DLC uh, expansion, Persona, Final Fantasy VII, uh, Suicide Reaper, Squad, Suicide Squad. I don't know if that we don't have no confirmation in that though. There's no yeah, date it's release date. It's, oh. it's February second too, as well. Uh, February second or third or four. One of them is the first week of February. I looked it up, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> Hey yo, listen, Jeez. don't nod, man. You, I, really, truly, yes. Twenty twenty three is packed, but 
I, this, this is why I always say, like, it don't matter where you put your game, man. There's so much games coming out at this time and moment that's due to COVID and a lot of things get delayed and pushed back. It's such an influx amount of games coming out. It don't matter when you delay it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you you delay your game into February. That's that's even worse than in, in 2023, in my opinion. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but hey, I wish I wish them the best. Uh hey, I, I appreciate them. Like, yo, developers are starting to be like honest, like, yo, look, we want our game to shine. We're not putting it around Spider-Man and and Call of Duty and, and all this other stuff that's releasing. I feel like December would have been a good time too, because you only really have uh Avatar releasing in December. So I feel like I mean they try they try to play the whole Valentine's Day. You know, love day story off. Thing. Yeah. You know, love yeah. story. Yeah. I get that, but yeah, February's packed, man. <laughs> Yo, so we'll see. We'll see, man. Like this is a game. I'm still gonna pick this up and, and play it because the gameplay does look good and the story looks like it's gonna be pretty interesting as well. So I'm definitely gonna pick that up. Uh but then Bari, hyenas. Uh, 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 another games as a service game bites the Dust. Yeah, what I say? Yeah, what I say, Barry? Uh, Ayana's games is. Another games as a service game bites the dust. So the hyena devs, they says, Wait, this, I, out? "This was out, yeah." And they they canceled it. So uh, they say, hi, everyone. We are so sorry to announce the end of Hyena's development before we were even able to bring our full vision to you. While the decision to cancel the project has not been made lightly, we know that doesn't make it any easier to accept for you or for us. We knew our plans were ambitious and we knew we were diving headfirst into competition with some of the greats. But we believed in the journey and we're proud to have taken every step along the way. We hope you'll join us in remembering the action-packed zero-G chaos and the die-hard community of players who helped us make it special. So many people poured their hearts into this project for many years. Please be kind and considerate to them as the news sinks in. We are working hard to find new roles within the business for the incredible talent that helped put Hyenas together. So the development team also, um, because this was made by a creative assembly, they also had like a lot of mass layoffs and within those layoffs as well, the hyena project got canceled. So it's a really scary time in the game industry. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I never heard of this game. I'm going to be honest with you. Respectfully, I never heard of this game. I've seen people tweet about it. I'm like, wait, this is out. I, I never heard nothing about it. You know what I mean? I see people saying it was on PC. It was not even on my radar, to be honest with you. So yeah, it was a PC, um, but PC it, type it sucks. Of, PC type yeah, of game going on. Yeah, it's like a PC type of game, um, or well, like a hero, I guess, type of shooter. It's an FPS game. Oh, this is it right here. Yeah. So it looks pretty. Oh, it look looks pretty yeah, it looks pretty interesting. Um, Are you moving? Yeah, it sucks, man. But uh, game, that games as a service life is a scary. It's a scary road to walk, man. Real talk. It's a scary, scary road mm-hmm. to walk. Uh, but yo, let's get these super chats real quick. Yo, big shout out to uh, Viper, man. Appreciate you for the super chat. He says someone will have the QTE prompts off and say it's a movie and not a game. But I was with Spider Man. And yeah, then uh, big you, shout man. out to Viper again for the super chat. He says, quick question: If Insomniac did give you codes, would there be a Whoops episode that week? <laughs> <laughs> uh i mean if they if we had got codes now 
Yeah. Yeah. Because we would have beaten oh, it. Oh, yeah, early. Yeah, we would have yeah. beaten it. So, yeah, there would have been an episode that week for sure. And then shout out to True Virgil, man. Four months as a member of the Webs Nation. He says, my daughter gave me her birthday wish last week. And two days later, J- Jimmy gets canned. I love my kid. Have a great show, boys. And you're welcome, PS Nation. Nah, that, nah we're not going to do that, man. Like, yo, we're we going to talk about it with Jim Ryan. But y'all got to stop that, man. Like, that, y- y'all really got to stop that, man. That shit's real tasteless. It's not cool, man. Like, stop that. Uh, and then shout out to Jenna Hayes. Appreciate you for the super chat. It says, Jay Barry, why are you shouting out Whataburger? You should be shouting out your favorite Caribbean restaurant chains. <laughs> Yo, big facts. Listen, man. Well, my fa- it, it, my favorite Caribbean restaurants is not like chains. They're like more like one-off stores. Yeah. But um, I'm interested in Whataburger. You know, I see how popular it, it could be or how popular it is. And I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to eat. Do it with the accent. Water. Waterburg. There you go. Waterburg. Yeah, I'm trying to try get some Waterburg. You see? Want want to see how it tastes? Want to see the fries? Want to see the burger? All kind of juice themselves. All that. Yes, sir. Talk to him, man. Talk to him. <laughs> you see it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. Then the last bit of news, which came by surprise to me, is uh, Kamaya. Yo, Kamaya. Uh, uh, Hideki Kamaya of Platinum Games he confirmed that he is also going to be leaving Platinum Games effective October 12th, 2023 and uh, Platinum Platinum Games put out a a statement where it says we regret to announce that Hideki Kamaya will be leaving Platinum Games on October 12th, 2023. We are truly grateful for his creative ideas and leadership and contribution to the growth of Platinum Games from our startup to this very day. We believe that he will continue to succeed in his future endeavors as a game creator. We are looking forward to seeing the game industry grow into a better place with him in it. We wish him all the best for the future. Barry, how do you feel about this? Are you surprised? Yeah, I'm, I'm very surprised, to be honest with you. Um, how I feel about it? Well, Kamai, he got me blocked. You know, really? Because people, yeah, people was doing like some mass tags and... He, they tagged me into their their BS about whatever game they want to talk about, and he ended up blocking everybody that was tagged in the mass joint. He's 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 known to block people instantly. Yeah. But I like his games. I think his games are pretty cool. The only one I didn't get, I know, I know he wasn't fully a part of it, but he had like some type of overseeing um, process. Was the uh, the Astro Chain game on the Switch? But um, I would love to see him p- come and work for PlayStation, man. You know what I mean? Get some type of Japanese influence and flow, having start up a studio or something. And uh, I, I would love that, man. This is a golden opportunity right here for PlayStation to get some Japanese-centric studios and games out, uh, you know, um, on, the, on the platform from them, on the first-party standpoint. Starting point right here. This is, no, this is a great person to have um, on board with that. I agree. You know what I mean? Because I do, I do like... Pla- I. I personally like Platinum games. I know a lot of people have a lot of hate for Platinum, but I always thought their games were pretty fun. You know what I mean? The action and all that stuff. I like I like the slowdown with they they their you know their their dashes or their dodges. They always made like fun games to me. So, you know, he's a part of that. You know what I mean? I'm a big fan of Devil May Cry as well. He's a part of the first game and I love the first game. Um so yeah, I I, I would love to see him work for PlayStation, man. Real talk. Yeah. Yeah, I think PlayStation that would be a big get for PlayStation, you know. Um, maybe even get a chance to revive Japan Studio, and be the head of that. Get get some, saying, you know, and, and get some foothold in in Japan, you know, um, you know. But I wish Kamaya uh, Hideki Kamaya all the best in whatever he wherever he goes to next. 
and i'm interested this i'm interested to see how this will impact platinum games you know um what type of impact and like how will this affect their their morale and how they create games moving forward um what has he taught some of the other people there like what they bring from you know into their next couple of games and whatnot i'm interested to see how that plays out so you know we're gonna we're gonna see man but you know wishing kamaya all the best and i still rock with platinum games i like platinum games as well uh, i love astro chain too that was a great game on the, on the switch and uh you know we're gonna see what happens uh next with platinum you know but we wishing everyone all the best when it comes to that and uh yeah that is the news for this week and if you've made it this far ladies and gentlemen we've got to give you your lovely lovely trophies yes let let that thing ring yes sir yes sir yes sir all right guys the moment you all have been waiting for the big the big big news so Bari, I have two questions for you. Well, first off, we are in the discussion portion of the show now, ladies and gentlemen, where we got our topic for this week. And um, our discussion uh, this week is actually going to be uh, Jim Ryan announcing that he is going to be retiring from PlayStation effective March 2024. Crazy. Like a bombshell news drop. Very random. Wasn't expected. Uh, that got announced this week as well. So, you know, me and Bari are going to talk about that this week. So Bari, I have two questions for you, right? The first thing I want to do is I want to read out what Jim Ryan says and his reasoning behind it. And then I'm going to answer. I'm going to ask you my two questions. Cool. Cool. Here we go. So Jim Ryan, after the, the announcement of Jim Ryan uh, saying that he was going to be retiring from PlayStation, he did put out a statement and the statement reads, as you will have, as you will have seen today in the news, I have announced my retirement after nearly 30 years, three decades at Sony Interactive Entertainment. I did not take this decision lightly, and I absolutely love SIE in our community, but of late, I've been finding it increasingly difficult to strike the right balance between having my home in the UK and my job in the United States. As mentioned in the press release, I will continue my role as president and CEO until March 2024, effective April 1st, 2024, Hiroki Totoki will be appointed interim CEO of SIE while he continues his current role at Sony Group Corporation. For those who don't know who Hiroki Totoki is, he is the CFO and COO currently of Sony. So now he'll be taking over this role as well while they work to find a permanent uh, CEO replacement for Jim Ryan. So Bari, I've got two questions for you, right? My first question is this. What are your thoughts on the Jim Ryan era? Right? What did you like? What did you dislike? What did you dislike at first, but ended up liking later on? And then my second question is, what values would you want the new CEO to retain from the previous CEO and also change? What, what what would you want them to change? Got the floor. So I liked uh, Jim Ryan's tenure. I did have a few issues with Jim Ryan um, as far as like how PlayStation markets uh, their games and how they 
you know, showcase, uh, you know, the blog and how they use the blog or whatnot. I did have issues with that. Um, I do have issues with, you know, I feel like their multi-platform, um, you know, operation is very flawed. You know, just looking at it from a PlayStation standpoint. But overall, I knew Jim Ryan had the best intentions uh, for PlayStation. You know what I mean? He wanted to see PlayStation uh, strive, and that was his goal, and he accomplished it well. You know, under his tenure, a lot of milestones happened uh, with Jim Ryan, um, you know, where PlayStation, you know, was, was, was is making big banks. I, I he, you can always tell that he had PlayStation, uh, you know, in his best interest, just due to some of the deals that he's making, and even when it's coming to a multi-platform game, there was something there where it's incentivized you to get it on PlayStation or benefits to being a PlayStation gamer with a lot of those games. But like, yeah, the marketing aspect, the disconnect, those are the biggest issues that I have because even under the PS5 and how successful it is. I miss events like PlayStation Experience, where you actually get a, 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 a you can get a grasp on how the PlayStation community is and how they're feeling because it's a direct communication with the fans and the developers and you know some of the heads up. You know, what I mean that type of building that type of rapport. You know, that wasn't like the priority with Jim. It's just more about making sure everything is in the green, everything is ready to go. PlayStation is striving, is profitable, and keep it moving from there, which is great, but. That 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 building that rapport and that ambiance that yo PlayStation is really for the gamer and all that stuff is kind of missed on the uh you know Jim Ryan you know what I mean um but yeah PlayStation Five very successful I think he put out a great product um one of the best launch lineups ever in in PlayStation's history um uh, for the console that's all on the Jim Ryan a lot of people I think a lot of people dismiss uh, Jim Ryan. Uh, especially when it came to the PS3 era, because he definitely helped with a lot of that stuff when he was ahead of the UK uh, stuff with a PS3. Um, so a lot of people dismiss that. Um, and I and I think that needs to be commended and highlighted more uh, when it comes to Jim Ryan. Uh, but yeah, seeing, seeing him go, seeing him retire, it was definitely shocking. Um, you know what I mean? I'm not celebrating like how other people was uh, is doing you know what i mean i i like i said i always felt like jim Ryan had the best interest in playstation but yeah there's issues that i have with him for sure but i'm not going to celebrate somebody retiring like it's a, it's a party because you don't know you know if anybody's going to be doing a, a a job as good as him or sean or jack trenton or whatnot or is, you know i was going to be worse you know what i mean so um uh, yeah, Jim. Jim will always have my respect. I always respected Jim um, as as a leader of PlayStation. But yeah, thirty years is a lot, man. And it, he 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 spoke about it more. I, I forgot what uh you know publication now uh, put it out there where yeah the traveling was getting to him. You know, yeah, one Game week here. Industry.biz was the uh, publication when he spoke where he was having an interview with Chris Dring. Yeah, like one 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 week he's here, other week he's here. That can definitely be daunting. Um, on somebody you know as old as him and whatnot, they've been working there for years. But yeah, it's sad to see him go. But I do think PlayStation can benefit from you know like a little change up here. And I think Hiroki uh, Tadoki, uh, that's his name, right? Tadoki, Tadoki. Uh, I do think that a lot of the things that Jim, the sentiments that Jim Ryan has towards PlayStation, 
as far as incentivizing and things like that, he shared because there's comments where he came out and talking about day and day games, how it's not beneficial to have that in the service or it's not beneficial to have that in another platform. They want to incentivize and center everything around PlayStation. So, you know, even him as the overseer of things, I think, you know, a lot of the Jim Ryan essence and presence will still be there. But I just hope whoever the new CEO or the CEO of PlayStation and what is get in touch back with the community, get in touch back with the, the PlayStation nation, because that stuff is greatly missed, man. You know what I mean? That's, that's my biggest issue. And market, when you put out these blogs and how you televise these games, you can do a much better job as well, in my opinion, for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what was the second question? Oh, yeah, like, uh, what, what would val- you like to... Yeah, um, what, for the new CEO, what values would you want them to change and what would you want them to keep from the previous CEO's era? Oh, yeah. I, I, so I pretty much answered it right yeah, there as well. Yeah, so, yeah, CEO. like, does market better? Communicate with the, 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 the fan base more. Mm-hmm. make the fan base feel like you're this is this is i mean it, they pretty much do it but just having those events like the psx you know um be more structured when it comes to we knowing when a state of play is going to come or a showcase is going to come because it's so sporadic you know what i mean like you know how nintendo would do it i mm-hmm. think nintendo has a good you know pipeline as far as like oh this month is coming up i'm pretty sure uh, a direct is coming yeah. And most likely the time a direct does come Well, PlayStation, when it comes to state of play, when it comes to the showcase, it's just all over the place. You don't know when it's going to come. Mm-hmm. We don't know when's the next state of play. We don't know when's the next showcase. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Be more consistent uh, with that. So we can, you know, we can, we can, we can plan around that and stuff like that. But other than that, yeah, I felt like Jim was great for PlayStation and um, yeah, you know, it's sad to see him go, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree with a lot of your sentiments, man. Like, you know, especially like, you know, I don't agree with people celebrating like that. You know, um, me personally, like when it comes to like working, you know, especially a, a job in that position, that can't be easy, man. Especially trying to run one of the most successful brands in the business. It can't be that easy. And here's the thing that I think people fail to realize, like as much as people dislike placed, um, Jim Ryan for a PlayStation and not all people, but some people may like dislike Jim Ryan for PlayStation. You know, he is leaving PlayStation in a very strong position. The consoles, the games are selling tremendously. You know, the profits are up. Like, everything is good. So it would be different if Jim Ryan was leaving PlayStation and, you know, they were on a decline. That's not the case here with with PlayStation, the brand. If anything, he has expanded the brand into movies, into TV shows, into pop culture, even more so than what it was during the PlayStation 4 generation, right? So, you know, I think that's something that, um, people really need to, you know, also keep in mind, right? I don't agree. Like I said, I don't agree with the celebrating of him leaving because, uh, you know, it, it must be really difficult traveling between continents, you know, uh, and still trying to maintain your home life and stuff like that. Listen, my man, put, he put in his 30 years. Want to be with the family and chill. I ain't, I'm not mad at that, you know? Like, you know, do what you got to do. Some people, some people want to leave on the high road, too. Yeah, man. yeah, that's a good Big point. in a great, uh, you know, place. And, yeah, sometimes you're just like, all right, yo, mm-hmm. we're in a great place. Uh, I'll pack it up right here. Yep. I do think the Activision deal definitely uh, pushed some of this, these, these sentiments up. Obviously, you're going through some of that. But something like that happening, you know what I mean? Uh, how important... Call of Duty was a PlayStation with these deals that he have set up uh, with it. I definitely think it definitely 
pushed him to retire quicker than than expected for sure yeah yeah i can see that as well the, the whole abk stuff was a very daunting experience i think for everyone <laughs> you know so i i can definitely see that as well but in terms of like the new ceo you know i i do hope that they do maintain the organic growth strategy that Jim Ryan had put in place where like, you know, if you look at a lot of PlayStation's first party studios right now, you know, they've bolstered a lot of those teams up and there's multiple projects in flight for a lot of these teams. Right. Um, I do think that some of the acquisitions that they made also made a lot of sense, even though I don't agree with the PC strategy per se, a hundred percent. I thought it was very smart for them to have a dedicated experience PC, PC, uh, PC developer, like nixus there to you know be kind of one of the main point persons to port a lot of these pc games and also teach the expertise and stuff like that so you know i think when it comes to the strategy of playstation and what they were trying to do um i do think i do hope that the the new ceo does kind of like build upon that bolster the studios make smart acquisition uh you know smart acquisition decisions and obviously um keep the brand going strong, you know, keep the games, you know, coming and things like that. Uh, I think that's most important. But one thing I do want them to bring back is we, you know, and Barry, I'm giving you a flowers again. Like, yo, I do want PlayStation to be more visible at some of these events. I agree. Yeah, man. I agree, man. I agree. Especially watching TGS. Because TGS... I was, I was watching a lot of TGS uh, this past weekend, uh, a lot of streams and stuff like that. And it just sucked not to see PlayStation have some type of stream or something to just talk about some some stuff, some Japanese partnerships they might be doing, some surprise partnerships or whatever. Um, I, I do want PlayStation to start being a bit more visible at some of these events again. Um, I do, honestly. It's your home. It's your home territory where the you know your your Japanese based com- uh, company overall, Sony the company. But you're not there in your own market. Yeah. It's not a good look. It's like you're, you're putting a cold shoulder there, and then you put a couple of booths up there to showcase VR and, and indie games. It's like that's all TGS. Knowing the history that you had with TGS, you should have something presentable. Even if you're going to repeat certain things, you never know if that market is even, you know, uh, 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 if they've seen any of those games that you already promoted here at State of Play or whatnot. Like, yeah. In my opinion, like it, especially it was somewhere more like so Japan, cut costs. Yeah, it's, especially you know, with we, somewhere like Japan too, where like, yeah, you know, I feel like you, you could have had definitely had a showing there, a show there, or whatever the case may be, and get more consistent with the state of plays as well. Like the state of plays are kind of just like these one-off. It, it's very like just sporadic, you know. Like I, I, I want a bit more uniformity, a bit more continuity across the board when it comes to like the showings and the showcases and the shows and stuff like that. Um, I, I want a little bit, uh, I want more consistency with that. So I'm hoping like the new CEO will bring a lot of that consistency back and really truly a, a proper roadmap as well. Like PlayStation has always been the one to kind of, you know, lay out what you can expect in the future of the PlayStation, you know, future, they started, you know, the, this whole generation was started off the future of gaming. And now here we are third year into the generation and we don't know the future of gaming on PlayStation, you know? I do. Those are things that I definitely want to to be more consistent with, and be more, 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 uh, 
have that continuity in the messaging and, and more consistency in the messaging. Also, uh, expanding into other territories where like China with the China Hero Project. Now they have the India Hero Project and things like that. So having a lot of those, having you know, bolstering that up as well and bringing more awareness to those developers in those territories and whatnot, which also makes the brand that much stronger. Uh, you know, hopefully, you know, the new CEO will also build upon that as well. So, um, you know, Jim Ryan, shout out to you, man. You know, wishing you all the best in retirement. And uh, listen, man, uh, don't be surprised if you get an email from uh, <laughs> What's Up PlayStation for that interview Absolutely. for that interview request, you know. We had we had Sean Lennon, so now we gotta have you, Jimmy. You know, gotta come through. We got you. We got you. Absolutely, man. I would love to talk to Jim Ryan. Absolutely, sure. absolutely. It will. It'll happen. Trust me, guys. It'll happen. We'll make that happen for you guys. Um, but all right. With that being said, guys, that is the show. And if you made it to the end of the show, we gotta give you your trophies. And of course that. Lovely, lovely platinum. Wee! Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you guys coming through the What's Up PlayStation podcast episode 143. We hope you guys enjoyed this show. Uh, Bari, start us off, man. Give us your outro. Let the people know what you got, what type of content you've got coming to your channel, and what can we expect from the world of Jay Bari? Yeah, man. Once again, guys, thank you guys for, you know, supporting What's Up Places, your podcast. You know what I mean? If you guys really enjoy the show, hit the like button. Anybody that's new, um, you know, hopefully you hit the like button. And hopefully you subscribe uh, here. You know, we're trying to hit a goal here. On What's Up Places, your podcast um, by the end of the year. And uh, every little bit helps uh, when it comes to this recognition and trying to get some of these, you know, industry people or guests here on uh, the podcast. But, um, yeah, man, uh, it was a great show. You know what I mean? Persona, shout out to you, man. You know, there's my guy right there. And, yeah, just looking forward to doing more of these podcasts with my bro, man. Even though you do have to announce uh, and let people know about the upcoming uh, weeks and whatnot. But uh, as for me, when it comes to content, content, you know, Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man 2 Waiting Room, Episode 3 is going to be coming out probably around, I want to say Monday. Because Sunday, I think I'm going to be playing Phone Stars. Because tonight, I won't be I won't be home at all uh, tonight. Um, I do have a playthrough of uh, Shredder's Revenge coming to showing off the DLC characters and going through that game as well. Uh, so that'll be up by the week as well. And I definitely will have um, Sea of Stars review up next week as well, man. I've been prolonging that too long, but it's time to knock that thing out and get it out there. Also. Um, foam stars impressions. There's gonna be a lot of content for me this week. Foam star impressions and um infinity uh strash um dragon quest adventures of die that impressions as well. Um will be out this week. So shout out to Square Enix once again for providing us code uh for that. So yeah, a lot of a lot of videos to come, a lot of gaming to happen, uh to be happening, and um a lot of personal stuff happening, man. You know, just Taking up time, man. I wish we had more time in the day or whatnot. But overall, thank you guys uh, for checking us out. And like I say, if you're new, hopefully you guys enjoy your stay here. And we'll see you when we see you. Because we'll see you when we see you. If we see you. Or you see us. That's the member that you can see. 
What's Up PlayStation podcast. Oh boy. On Google Play, on Spotify, and iTunes podcast. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> Yo, first off, man, again, you know, we appreciate everybody that came through today to listen to us live here on What's Up PlayStation podcast. Um, shout out to the Webs community. Shout out to the Webs Nation members. Shout out to the uh, new subscribers we might have gained today. Uh, shout out to all the super chats. You know, we appreciate the super chats as well, guys. You know, that stuff means so much to us. Uh, and big shout out to just, you know, everybody. Any newcomers, we hope we uh, earned your like and your subscribe uh, by the end of this show. And we appreciate you checking out our little corner of YouTube. Um, as we uh, said at the beginning of the show, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, we are on Apple spotify and google play now so you if you missed it live and you know you don't want to listen to it on youtube you now have multiple places that you can listen to the podcast and uh you know the link to that is going to be uh it is in the chat but will also be in the description as well uh so you know make sure you guys check us out man check us out uh and you know make sure you listen to the podcast leave a comment leave a like uh and if you are listening to us on apple Spotify or Google Play. You know, we hope you enjoy the show as well. And we hope you guys, uh, you know, uh, like it, comment, five star, three, four star, you know, give us the stars, right? And uh, yeah, man, listen, we appreciate you guys. For me, uh, the content I got coming to my channel, so I'm going to be honest with you guys, I've got some personal stuff happening um, between uh, this week. So, um, the content I am going to be streaming Foam Stars most likely tonight and tomorrow, uh, but then this week I'm actually not going to be able. I'm kind of going to be out out of commission, so I'm not going to be able to do any content this coming week. And the podcast next week's podcast episode 144 is not going to be uh, happening either. So uh, you know we'll see you guys that uh, hopefully that following week. Obviously we'll play it by ear, but. Um, yeah, I will be streaming some Foam Stars and playing Foam Stars uh, over the weekend. So you can expect that on my channel. You can also follow me and Bari on Twitter, at Persona Speaks is my uh, Twitter. And then uh, Bari's is uh, jbari underscore. The links to that stuff is in the description. Also, really quickly, before we get up out of here, uh, the Spider-Man, Spider-Man Challenge. The whoops, yeah, we'll Spider-Man Challenge, Combo Challenge. Uh, if you haven't already, if you want to be entered in, uh, so we are having a Spider-Man combo challenge for Spider-Man 2018, Spider-Man Remastered, or Spider-Man Miles Morales. Show us your best combo, and uh, make sure when you post that up on Twitter, you do hashtag Whoops Combo, and me and Barry will be choosing two winners who will get a copy of Spider-Man 2, um, PS5, obviously. And uh, this is U.S. only, because they're U.S. codes. Unless you have a U.S. account, then feel free to enter so you can use the code, but um, we have that challenge going on, and uh, we're going to choose the winners um, probably a week before Spider-Man comes out, most likely. Me the, and week Mario, so, the week of. The week of, the week of sure. excuse me, the week of Spider-Man coming out. We'll be choosing that. So, and we'll, also, you, we'll, we'll, we'll post it up, let you know. Yep, and uh, also, you can follow our official What's Up PlayStation uh, Twitter, at Whoops Podcast. Links to all that stuff is in the description, and again, check us out. We'll be on all platforms. Right. With that being said, guys, please, please, please enjoy your weekend. Please be safe in whatever you're doing. And we appreciate you all rocking out with uh, the What's Up PlayStation podcast. Cool to Wups boys with me and Bari. And always remember, guys, What's Up PlayStation podcast is a podcast for the community, by the community. And we'll see you guys next time.
and we out. Peace. Go play Foam Stars.